footy and or frothies on a Wednesday evening in beautiful Western Sydney at the Grey Gomes Hotel once again. A big weekend of rugby league has passed us by. We will have a new premier, some new premiers at the end of the season, which is exciting stuff. Full crew on board again. Uh, Ollie, Damo, Barney, we're all here. How are we all, gentlemen? Great. Solid. Absolutely flying. That's a fine array of wellness, good stuff. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Uh, exciting weekend of footy. Barn, biggest takeaway from, from the weekend? Oh, absolute. Fucking, uh, the do or die footy brings out the best in everybody. Everybody that's been in a do or, die, do or die game since the start of this final series have all put up a good at least an hour of footy, which has been brilliant to watch. So. Pure attack on football. Yeah. Defense is Barney, I did ask you to pull moment. that up and we've got two minutes in it. Already there. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's uh, pure attacking football at the moment. There's no defense early. What about, is that, how much has the game changed in that? A year? A year. A year. It Literally used to be, year. right, 10 points will beat eight and it'll be whoever wins a wrestle now. People are scoring 24 now points. Score, we'll score more points then. It doesn't matter. 24 points, you can't win a game yeah. at the moment, mate. But I think it, it, it does highlight the momentum shift, how important it is. Now, I and I, I said this when they first brought in the six again rule that 18 point lead is fuck all these days it's uh, it's not fuck all but 12 probably is and 18's a challenge but if you get the right players around you look we saw still doable in years gone by and I didn't do the stats only our historian over here might be able to tell us in years gone by how many finals were been led by 10 points and lost and it happened three times last week I couldn't tell you, but I don't think it'd be too often. Or if it, no, I said that too. if it did, no. Well, you if it, did if it did happen, I like the difference. If if it did happen, I would predict it hasn't happened since probably the eighties, maybe nineties, barring the um, probably barring the some of the games in yeah, no, mid mid two thousands potentially. Yeah, Super League time. Super League. Uh, 03, 04, 05, I think there were games, probably at points where spun around. Oh, I'm, I'm not too sure. I, I know during like 03, 05 era, when, whenever at least Penrith and the Tigers were playing, just because they were the Premiers, I sort of know their runs. They did put on some big scores, but... Yeah, I, but they, I, led, I, they led in front as well. I, I, know, uh, I, I wouldn't think... Yeah, I wouldn't think there'd be sort of lower scoring, sort of close games like that since back in the eighties, seventies, early nineties type yeah, of thing. So yeah. back to your point, it's, it's been there's been decades since eighteen points has been easy to run run oh, down. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's a, it's a over different the last game, probably eighteen months, it's, it's um, been completely different. Even at the back end of last year, there was quite a few games where teams had put on twenty points in fifteen minutes. You know yeah. what I mean? And this year, with speeding up the ruck as well, which it, that's that made such a difference to the way the games played this year. Oh yeah. The that, that, but that, that's the whole point of what I'm saying is 18 points. It's purely that rule that's well, changed it. Obviously, we'll get into it later, but Parra put on three tries in five minutes. South's done the same thing in the second half. Yep. They put on three tries in yep. ten minutes as well. Yeah. Uh, sh- we may as well just get into the games and um, talk as we go. So Friday night, uh, we saw... We don't have to do Saturday either. Are you sure? Yes, yeah, yeah, yes definitely. We, do. we don't pull have it apart to, we don't have, we don't have to detail it. nothing. We don't yeah. have I can to do a minute-by-minute minute, uh, review if you like. But... Uh, <laughs> Finals week two, let me bring it up, full-time. Fuck you, bud. There's 22 Raiders, <laughs> Roosters 18. Um, Roosters were brave, but again, probably looked like a team 
the, with the uh, the petrol gauge just flapping for a bit Lonely. there for a long time. But it is a classic automatic close. Um, para, uh, not para. There we'll talk about the next oh. Raiders were tremendous. <laughs> Barney, have you got some stats? I do. Yes. Um, Roosters eighteen played the Raiders twenty two. Three tries to four. Uh, Teddy scored a double. Completion rates were um, obviously been a big point for most finals games this year. Generally, the team that's completed well has um, got away with the game. So he had 75% for the Roosters and 90% for the Raiders. 33 sets out of 44, played 38 sets out of 42. Five line breaks to six, 42 tackle busts apiece, which is um, interesting. I, I did notice there was a bit of broken yeah, field play, but I didn't actually expect that there was that many tackle busts in How this game. How many did um, Tarpanay have in one play? Yeah. <laughs> 18. Yeah, 18 in one He's play. done that for the last month. Yeah. Has been he's it, scored oh, with five blokes trying to tackle oh, him. Outstanding. Yep. Um, offloads were 20 to 8 for the Roosters. Tackles were th- 438, played 357 for the Raiders. Five penalties conceded by the Roosters and four by the Raiders. Top tacklers were Friend with 61, Whitehead with 41. Teddy got 260 metres again. And Chance, massive game out of Chance with 276 metres. Chance is underrated. Everyone keeps. Now, you can argue there is a strong aid made that the best. The four best spines of the top four teams now. Yep. I guess Roosters were in that discussion, but th- there's a big weak link which they, their own by their own admission, apparently is a weak link. He's not, but yeah, no, agree. Yeah. Oh no, I know, no, but yeah, that's yeah, no, what I they're agree saying. With you, but yeah. uh, is that an accurate statement? All Kyle Flanagan. No, we we'll get him in a minute. No, okay. the four best spines are now the four best teams. Penrith, yes. Storm, obviously. South, yeah, in terms of form. Canberra, yeah, as well. Although people like to say for some reason that a George Williams is overrated, I don't think he is. I, they I, don't play as a spino, that's a difference, but that's yeah, not they, they that's not Because they've got two running that's halves. Exactly. That's the big we'll get, thing. They've yeah, got so two running halves. Without blurring the borders. I would answer yes. It's simply is that their best players. They're pretty one, much. They're yeah. one six seven nine are as good as any others. Pretty uh, much, yeah. Different style, which is. But that's how they coach as well. You imagine uh, you had. You imagine you had Hodgson there as well at nine. Well, that, that actually. We'll talk about that too in the next time. I'll write that, I'll write that down. Uh, Barney, your opinion. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, uh, because just a couple of points. <laughs> we had um, quite a few tackle busts, as I mentioned. We had Teddy with six and Tupu with six. No, I was asking about the spines, damn it. My, oh, with the, yeah, with, they're all the best, except um, the Raiders get question marks around their spine because of the way that they play, where they get to a certain point, generally about 20 metres out, and it, it always, generally always gets turned back inside. So you don't have the flashy plays with your wingers and centres scoring in, yeah. the, in the corner. Yep. So people don't get as excited, but they're doing the exact same job. It's just done yep. a different way. Way, but so. actually, in what you were saying, Damo, if you added Hodgson to that on paper, yes, is what you're trying to say. Yep. What is your opinion in general currently? About Canberra? The spine. <laughs> Starling comes in and he just pretty much does Hodgson's job as well. Yeah. Obviously, Hodgson's a whole different player regardless. I think if Hodgson's there, it, they make top four. Yeah. But the way they're going, and I said this earlier, and I said this to the boys earlier, South and Raiders were the only two teams out of the top four who could rattle feathers. And I knew Penrith, uh, not Penrith, Parra and uh, Roosters were going to be the two teams to drop out. Yeah. The irony of it is if Hodgson plays in that team, they play a completely different style of footy. It's two different and styles him, of footy. But him not being there, they've actually found a better style. They worked it out. And, and like I mentioned, it, I referenced it last week, how Ricky happily changes to have two running halves. Uh, how much do they, they play to each other? 
Penrith do as well, actually, in, 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 all four in teams a way. Uh, but the halves play to each other. It doesn't have, they're, some they're, of the teams don't do it. They're all attacking teams. And the, teams. The, mo- the best attacking team is going to win this comp, put it simply yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah, well, you, yeah. Back in the day, or even a couple of years ago, even last year, defence wins you games. Not this year. Yeah. I'm sorry, but the best attacking team is going to win you games this yeah. year. 24 points usually wins you a game out now. This year, if you score no. 24 points, you're not guaranteed to win no more. This grand final will be the unders over this grand final will be 50. Oh, easy, man. It's going to be over. Yeah. And I reckon both games this weekend are going to be plus over 30. Yes. Oh, I'll say plus 30, easy. I'm, yeah, I'm saying under, yeah, combined, combination, I reckon it's 50. I reckon both teams score 20. They score 20 odd points each. 20 each, I think. Yeah. Yes. I feel like if Canberra makes the grand final, I feel like they're the most defensive minded out of the four. In a grand final, just because it's a grand final, I'd say if Canberra make it, that's where you're most likely going to get a low scoring game. Even then, I'm not saying you will, but I just feel like if Canberra were to make the grand final, then. Then it'd be a bit more of a grind, but Maybe even a then, low scoring I'm half, and I think the gate, yeah, I think it'll. And then when, when the gates open, open, the gates open. Yeah, it's, my yeah. It, it, it's just. <laughs> but do we agree though? This is just my point of view. Canberra are probably the defensive side out of the four. They are. Oh, I agree with you. Ollie. I think they're the most solidly offensive side. I think they're the ones with the least cracks in defence. They are. Uh, so I guess yes. Storm would be pretty close. Which is going to be the Canberra Melbourne game is going to be actually, the grinding. We'll keep that to yeah. the preview. So for now, back to your point, Barney. Tell us, regal us with how how the game was run. Yeah, well, um, Teddy and Tupu both had six uh, tackle busts. Manu with seven, but um, Crichton would have been close to the best forward on the field. With he had ten tackle busts and he was involved. Yeah, and he got. About 50 minutes, I think, but that 50 minutes was absolute quality. Um, Kotrick with six tackle busts, Papali with seven, and Tapani with nine. And as you mentioned before, he probably got about six of them in the, in the try <laughs> that he scored. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. The Roosters looked out of it for large parts of the game and still managed to end up you remember back Kiri to... went off for a while as well, and when he went off, like, what, 10 minutes or something, Roosters looked a little bit depleted there. When he come back on, they picked up a gear again. Sonny Bill had his best game, I think, and I think now it's confirmed he's leaving. So it was go. good. Yeah, he's he's last time. yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of him, but you can't sign him again next but, year. Well, the thing is, he said he's going to monitor the Toronto situation, and actually, this is a cheap plug for everything rugby league. I interviewed an ambassador and like a, a global fan of the Toronto Wolfpack, and I was talking to him, and I was doing a bit of research for the article. Basically, how it's going to happen is there's a prospective owner of Toronto who wants to buy them, but he'll only buy them if they're readmitted into the Super League next year. They might not be. If they are readmitted into the Super League from Sonny Bill's post-match interview, he'll go back. If not, then this new owner won't buy the club and he won't go back. So we'll, we'll just have to see. But you know what? For Sonny Bill, if he wanted to continue to play, even another Super League team, even... It, it, it depends. Even like a St. Helens or a Wigan, a solid, well put together team. In that, he could look really strong, and he'd he'd win. He, so he'd win. The he'd problem with that as well, um, if he's going to play a full season, then he has to be assessed at full market value. What is his current market value? Is it? It's obviously not ten million, but is it? It's what half? It's half. I'd give, it, I'd give it, it four. Honestly, four? yeah, I'd go four hundred. You're only getting a year, you're probably only getting a year out of him. That's what I mean. Yeah. If it's only a year contract, I'll yeah. go four. If he goes back to Toronto, he'll get that last two point five million. I assume it depends on the new ownership. If they sit down with him, maybe they they can find a way to alter that. I know he's not worth it, but that will be 
the 2.5 million. And you know what? The only club that he'd get paid that at is Toronto because he is there as a brand. That's right. To, yeah, it's gro- to grow the game of rugby league right. in Canada. So he's not going to get there. Would he play for half a million here? He would. I think he, he would. He, he would. If someone offered him half that, yeah, he would definitely play. Mate, I put that post on my page talking about Sonny Bill Williams. Yeah. He accepted. Would you, if if you woke up tomorrow and the headline was Sharks signed Sonny Bill on five on six hundred, would you be happy with that? No, I'd want him at four hundred. But it, I don't think he'd want to do. I don't think he'd want to do the work for the twelve months. That's right. Fuck man, imagine doing a full a pre-season, full pre-season yeah. in the NRL and then he done it once, what like, years and years ago when they won the premiership, a, a not full now, season, like, not now. You're probably going to miss him for half the season as well, I would imagine, with uh, injuries. Just you'll only get. I reckon if you did that, you'd get happens. 12 games out of him, and he'd probably, in fairness, they'd probably be 12 Four pretty to good games. Yeah, you could probably, yeah. you could probably cop that, but. Yeah. But um, I he's think not, yeah. Obviously, it depends what market he's in. If he's in the EPL, his market values, uh, the, the Super League, his his values two million. Three you know million. what? I, here I, it's probably I, I think four it's to five. I think it's only Toronto. His market would be a million plus. Yeah, just to because you're growing the game in Toronto. If a Wigan or a St Helens signed him or something, it probably it'd be a bit more, but it wouldn't be too dissimilar to what he's getting in the NRL. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but maybe a lower level Super League side to be a bit more. Desperate, um, and that's where he'd go to get the big bucks. But I feel like he would be willing to take a four hundred to six hundred k for a year if, if there was, was nothing else to do, and if, yeah. if he was willing to play as well. If he wanted he's to 30, play for you, he's thirty-five now. He's thirty-six next year. That's one game. There's one year left. Yeah, there, really. it was okay, man. There was some good. Like, oh no, there was no some not good bag, skill that not he showed, bagging you know, him at all. He, but it's money. It's money value. He and had all to that. go for half the, the fi- time. The final. The final word. We'll keep this to the final word on Tony Bill. Back to your article. Yes, I think he had my respect coming back. Uh, and I think <laughs> yeah. well, that last game was his best game in a semi-final, and he was one of their better See, forwards my, that were on the field in a semi-final team. My yeah, thing talking about three weeks, four weeks team. to get to that point as well. Imagine my, what he could do with yeah. the preseason yeah. as well if he, if can, he wants to do it. If he was to do it, yeah. My, my thing what, was the reason why I uploaded that post is because I see a lot of people ever since he signed with Toronto bagging him out money bill, you know, Sunny Bill Williams with a dollar sign replacing the S, stuff like that. What people need to realise, Toronto put an offer on the table that said $5 million over two years. He did not demand that. If you were handed a contract for a job... Would you not? Would you not? And when he went to the Roosters, people were bagging him, one, because he went to the Roosters, and two, because he was getting 150k for what turned out to be five games. Again, the Roosters offered him that deal. A lot of people saying he should have gone to the Warriors. That's not his moral obligation. He's not a a diva. He didn't 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 ask for I, this. Want, it's not that like he didn't want this. He, he wanted to come back to the NRL. I said, the, the I, I said this offer. years ago. Uh, anyone, we're in a pub, there's probably 80 people actually. I have a, you know, we have a code restriction, so we're in trouble. <laughs> uh, sitting outside, there is uh, at least four metres square between everyone here. There's uh, probably 12. But in, across the whole pub, let's say there's 60 people here. If any single one of us working wherever we worked, no matter how we loved it, someone came and said, we're going to pay three times what you get paid now, regardless of what you're doing for the same job. See Thanks for coming. I'm in, I'm if in. anyone that says no is a fucking liar, dumb shit, and I, and or a dumb shit, and you know what? I, and I, so don't I, ever since I, I can't bag. You can't 
until you can't. Because he, he never he went he never went diva. He never said no. no I don't want four hundred. I want yeah. eight hundred. Stuff like that. They the the closest he got was when he was if the Costa Nazu sort of camp and that sort of stuff. They tabled him off. He goes, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. He didn't do diva stuff. He didn't go Mundine raid. He didn't do McGregor raid. None of that stuff. One no. of the huge criticisms a lot of people. He still seems quite humble. Yeah. Mm. One of the huge criticisms. Yeah, I'm a fan of Sonny. Yeah. Uh, one of the huge criticisms a lot of people had on him. I, I saw was that he wasn't loyal. He went to the Roosters because he said, if I ever come back to the NRL, I'm going to go back to the Roosters. Yep. Yeah, and he did that. But the reason why people still say he's not loyal and the reason why people still say he should have gone to the Warriors is because it is the Roosters. It's the Sydney Roosters. I get that 12 years ago, yes, he did do a bad thing, turned his back on the game, dogged his teammates, whatever. It's 12 years ago. And you know what? I think since then, he's been probably had the opportunity to do the same thing on multiple occasions and hasn't done it. I feel like he's probably a bit remorseful. He wanted to win a World Cup, the All Blacks. He did that. He, he wanted, wanted to win a World Cup. He yeah. wanted to win a, a premiership again. He came back to the Roosters and did that. He, he wanted to win a heavy World Belt. He got one of them. Yep. Not yeah. a World Belt, but he's, he's not a World Belt. He's not an in the boxing ring. He's but, not an underachiever. Yeah, so I, I just I think we have to, we have and to respect the, the, the shots in dressing room. He was quite devastated in the dressing room. He did. Most of those people are um, dogs fans that are dirty with the yeah. way it happened and all the rest of it. But the bloke wanted to play Union and he got offered a lot more money to go and play Union, so he went and played Union. And again, like, every single one of those dogs fans, if front page tomorrow was Sonny Bill's the captain of the dogs next year on 600, yeah. oh, they'd be doing cards. And then you've got all the, the Roosters haters as well that, yeah. you know, oh, salary cap, blah, 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 and, and then they come yeah. out of the woodwork. And they, I've, it, yeah. it's easier to put a negative comment up than there is and, to put a positive but comment up. This is a whole lot of social media. And, and just on yeah. Sonny Bill, the person, like, and I know people play don't need to do this especially during this time but I'm a part of multiple rugby league Facebook groups for different clubs right and the one player who I've seen stop to get the most socially distanced photos with fans outside the training ground after the game is honestly Sonny Bill I've seen 10 plus in the Sydney Rooster supporter group yeah like, he, he does take that time even during this he was so like socially distanced but he's still willing to do that for one of the great moments I follow of the year a lot of those groups as well but for different reasons I've left all on because they just did my absolute head in after two days so I was out I just like the tears yeah but it just, it's just torture um, but then again even that the uh, this, the Cockstag Sunny Bill moment after yeah. like that one of the one of the great moments of the year generally one of the great moments of the year and what Sunny Bill said in that post-match interview he said one of the best things about this stint in coming back to the NRL is that he's had so many opposition players young up and coming players who uh, are going to be stars come up to him and said that they looked up to him growing yeah. up and he said that's a, a massive honour and, so, and who's left of that how, now and how humble has he been about that as yeah. well yeah, but the two the two that defied an error were him and Benji that's it you motherfuckers we've had six minutes on Sonny Bill <laughs> the previous four games of NRL all season yeah, uh, <laughs> talk about back to your point buddy talk about your next it? thing on your big Fucking book on notes there Jesus. I agree but Sonny right. and Benji have defined an error yeah that, I was making a very salient yep. point but that's yep. Fine. Yep. I agree um, yeah I as I mentioned last week, I thought the Roosters are trying to uh, compress their defence to stop the Raiders, but they just couldn't stop them, mate. The Raiders are just absolutely re- relentless. They've built their model on the Melbourne's model over the last five or six years where it's just power forward game. We're coming, we're coming, we're coming. How are you going to stop us? We're going to go this way, that way. And I felt yeah. so sorry for Teddy on that grubber. 
<laughs> I felt when he bellied it along so the ground and mate. it just stopped on him. Yeah. That, that was, was a great It was kick. the biggest live kick. moment. That was the biggest See, slow motion play. And Joey's always, Joey Johns has always said, we don't play the game in slow motion, but that was the biggest slow motion he's play. He's the absolute googly. But he, then, he, he was gone. But, both, Teddy, Teddy almost, was but gone. the breaking point in both, the irony was the breaking point in both matches was the losing team on both losing teams. It was the fullback that had busted their ass mm-hmm. had a and moment. Because it happened to Gutho as well. Oh, no. No, no. And it, it was the smallest things as well, but it leads to a try. And you yep. know what the thing I don't like is as soon as Teddy does that, all the ha- all the haters have an excuse to point out, oh, nah. look, he's, he's done this one thing wrong. However, yeah. the rest of the game, he was fine. The Without rest of the Teddy, season, they would have scored class. six points. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Imagine not having Teddy on the field. I reckon six points. I reckon Kev. <laughs> all right. So, so Barney's been chomping. Oh, you're my three. <laughs> Go on, Barney. You're going to mute all <laughs> Come on, you boys. We're talking to yeah, the spot. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me. But yeah, no, um, as I said, the Raiders looked dead at points in this game. Um, Crichton was probably their best. I was very impressed with him. I think that's probably a bit, he was a bit dirty with the Sonny Bill thing at the back, of the back end of the year and just wanted to prove a point because he's been really good the last, since Sonny came back, actually. He's lifted his game quite a bit. Um, Before he went out, he was cashing 100 points super coach every week anyway. He was. Yeah, but then he had the had a good year. And, had a good yeah, year. And then Sonny yeah. came back. Oh, he's been, yeah, he's been really good for yeah, him. one week he was like barely He got blues. Bench. He got named in blues, didn't he? Yeah, he would have, yeah. yeah. At one point, he was like 18th, 19th man when Sonny mm. came back. Yeah, no, let's come back from injury, though. He was never going to play. Okay. Um, yeah, Cleary sort of got left on his own a little bit. Um, there is obviously with all the Keary. talk. and oh, Sorry, yes, Cleary. And all the talk around Flanagan. Um, I think the bloke's done a pretty serviceable job. He's been as good as probably he'd be a top five half or thereabouts. Yeah, so I, I agree. The, the thing with Flanagan that drops, but even when Flanagan got dropped, it wasn't because he was playing bad. It was just... Robbo wanted to give him a little bit of a wake-up to make sure he didn't start playing bad. Flanagan's been good. He's not been the best, but he's been good. Not worth absolutely giving him the fleek, and I hope the Roosters realise that. How do you play 18 games and they get to the quarterfinals in? Yeah. And I, I, I tell you and what, now they wanna, they're, they're crucifying him. Half, Walker, halfway they're, through, they're, they're crucifying yeah. massive wraps on Walker, and they want him in there halfway not through. Not just next that. Year. You can't tell me. You can't tell me. I'll take good. him up. You know what? I'll no, take him up. You can't, yeah. Add to that a little ki- a kid, 20 year old kid that kicks 85%, 87%. He was like, does not two miss a goal. In the year. Ha- halfway you put, you, he was, he was, halfway through the season, you put him he had to, more you points in the That's right. You put him into. Uh, I don't, I don't want to make it Tigers, but if yeah, you put him in yeah, a Tigers okay. team, <laughs> no, we, I agree. We, we, we make top eight. Simple. Simple, simple, simple. Oh, he plays week in, week kicking. Well. Just kicking. Wait a minute. Really on kicking. Yeah. Just to regress a bit, I Ooh. have just realised in our old team that it pays Sonny Bill a million dollars. The Tigers. Mm. You kick two. Why do you do this? Yeah, don't talk about it. No, we're not talking about it. Uh, next, uh, well, back on Kiri though, because he looked like he was trying. I think he was back trying, he was trying really hard. And he, he was trying too hard. Because yeah, nothing when hit. Because we come every, off that 10 minutes, he thought time. he had to make up for that but 10 minutes. I, I think teams have worked out that they, they play that cross, 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 bang, 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 and he just missed the back inside. Every time he threw it, he just fi- failed to find a body. One led to a try. But the Roosters didn't, um, the Roosters didn't win over the, the advantage line. No. The Raiders didn't they never got over, over the They never got the over their advantage line. No. The, so, they muscled up hard. So, so Flanagan's on the chopping block. The superstar Ford pack, are they under the blow? To- is, is JWH too old now? Is See, I, No. To me, that's a no. He's still one of the top. Top five forwards in the game. Where was he on Saturday? Papali owned him. Missing. He was probably better than owned most him. of them. Though. But he, he was one of the Roosters' best. You know what? Mm. You got Tupanura and 
seat Takeaho, who are going to be there for at least the next five years as well. As long as you got those two guys, one at second row, one one at prop, you could put pretty much anyone with them as long as they're yeah, there. Yeah, be okay. And Jared's Jared still got what, another two years yeah. maybe on the contract. Yeah. See, worst case scenario, Jared just goes back to the bench, and he's still there as the experienced player. He's already won how many rings? Yeah. And no, so Lindsay, he, he's going to be there and, and no Lindsay Collins. <laughs> Lindsay Collins as well. Yeah. That's. So does JJH end up a bench player next year? That, that's what I'm saying. Most even if even if even if he went to if even he goes to the bench, he's just still there for the experience. He would act, that actually suit him. He'd suit him. So he got 20 and minutes. Know what? I think he'd love that as well in a way because he'd be come on as an impact player. Yeah, one job. Yeah, 20, 25 Wait, minute mark. Jared, go on there and go bang, bang, bang. Sit mate. on that I'll bike and 15 minutes, 15 yeah. minutes. Bang. Sit on that bike be and a, look angry for 20, and then as soon as those starting props go off, and he, go, and yeah. he could actually play his proper game if he's only playing 30 minutes a game. And go out there, be aggro as. He's got to worry about obviously. You know, yeah. be aggro as. He might, he might have a bit early holiday next year. Play your proper game, be aggro as. I put you on for 15, 15. You're still on this contract. We've still got you for two yeah. more years. But you got Takia, Tupanua, and Colin starting. Takia, Cordner. Uh, Radley and teach yeah. the young fellas how to play the game yeah. properly from the start. Farrell probably starts hooker next year, doesn't he? Yeah. Maybe. Well, they've just friends, friends, maybe, maybe. maybe. Yeah. I reckon Fran's got another year too. We're not even and talking through the first. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Barney, see, I'm gonna mute that. We're all out again. Fuck me, drunk. Hey, Barney, mute. Sure, <laughs> 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 I've got mute buttons. Yeah, hang on, come on, Barney. Um, White and Williams play really well together. They've formed a brewing combination. Um, they're setting up tries for each other every week. If it's not one setting it up for one bloke, it's one setting it up for the other. Uh, there's been a little bit of luck as well, but they're generally once the ball's going along the ground or in the air, there's always going to be a bit of luck. Who, who it hits first and who gets a good grab at it and all the rest of that stuff. But the Raiders are super strong and they're pushing their case. They're just, I think they're as good as they were at this time last year. So, If not stronger. Yeah. With Williams, as I alluded to before, a lot of people have said he's overrated. You know what? I think a lot of it stems from... A lot of people are idiots too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here's you. the thing. You know what you yeah. said. It. You know Thank what you, a lot Adrian. of it stems, stems from? He's from England. I have a feeling if you ask half those people why they think he's overrated, they either come up with something very... Not, not too not too believable or he's from England from a lesser league in the Super League which obviously players who have come from the Super League before I don't know Sam Burgess yeah but the best poms come out here yeah exactly look Parramatta had a flop pom he done nothing. He played like three games and pissed off home after a year. And, you know and Ryan Hall's not at the best time. But apart from well, everyone that comes out here is a star. They have to yeah. be to be here. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you laughing at? <laughs> the reaction of him. Uh, Am I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. No, I'm with you. No, I'm just saying, like, Gareth Ellis is probably one of the best players ever to play for the West Tigers. As Adrian the West Morley. Tigers. One of Adrian the best Morley. to come out uh, here at all. Georgie Pye's going to win a comp this year, so he's going to have a good year. Uh, uh, you're pushing up there, buddy. Gareth Ellis is going to still play next year at four. 40 over in the Super League. Which can he play for us? I'll offer him more than Sonny <laughs> Bill. No, show me yourself. <laughs> Bring it back. All right, keep talking about it. So, um, <laughs> hold on. Ellis and Tamo. Pa- Papi, Papi. I did tip Papi for the game and it wasn't hard to find. Now but of the match. Now yeah, of the match. How was... Uh, how he was destructive. <laughs> They was couldn't brutal. control him, mate. They just every time he hit the line, he went. If he didn't go through it, he put a big bloody dent in it, and then got a quick play of the ball. And the just, post contact just got on the back of it. That, that was what they built. They built their game on that forward roll, and they just they rolled up the middle. Even constantly. if you're even if you're the opposition team, so we have to stop a parley. But how? 
But they don't even come straight as well. There's, that's, that's there's generally one how. coming straight and there's an, another one running an angle, so you're not sure exactly which way they're going to hit the line. And, and they yeah. still outdone the opposition, if you ask me. I, mean, I, I thought the Raiders were by far the better team. I thought the score flattered the Roosters, to be oh, honest. I agree. I agree. All right, we need yeah. to talk about Manu. Okay. Oh, he's a superstar. <laughs> Manu. Manu. Yeah. And like, when we really break this down, and I'll let you have the Him platform, Teddy, absolutely. When you really break this down, four players... Five players turned up for the Roosters on the weekend, and they got them that close. They are superstars. Uh, Tedesco, Manu, the forwards we talked about. Uh, yeah, and that's it. I won't even mention put the halves in that conversation. Oh, no. oh the Morris just tried to off again. Um, yeah, I'll go with you. I'll go with you. Good. Yeah, yeah. Crichton, yeah, you throw Crichton and um, and I just had to blank on the fourth one. Takiara had a go. He got a he got a bit Sonny of Bill. part of the way. And Sunny Bill, Sonny Bill. Sonny genuinely Sonny Bill. Sonny Bill. Forward, I'd say I'd say that's yeah. I'd settle that five. Yeah. He had some nice offloads actually. He he played a really good game, Sonny Bill, but. Anyone got a final thought on it? Uh, is Manu underrated? Very. Yeah, big time. Very. Yeah. Should he be the hot, like, player come fullback? And just because he's quietly happy. He just does his job. But you know what? He'd he be quite, he, he's a bloke that'd be quite happy. He'll play for New Zealand, but he's quite happy to play the, the rest trend. of his career at the Roosters, make his 400 a year and just... Do he no, or is he, if, he was, if he had an ego on him, he'd go, I want, five, I want 700 next Market year at the Tigers. Yeah. I feel like... I'll be fullback. And I'll be... I'll be fucking Tigers, doesn't it? Well, and I'd be hard on if he did, but... um. But every time they need You know what, Jennings is gone. I'll take him apart then, all right? Every time they need him in the finals or a big game, if they're struggling, he just... He rips in, mate. Like, every time he went back to fullback, as I said, he killed it. Um, big games. Like, last year, he um, he was instrumental in their finals at the back end of last year, Manu. He just turns up when the pressure's on. Whatever they ask him to do, he does. Yeah. When he comes in at, yeah, when he comes in at fullback, he's and, a superstar. And you know what? His, um, atta- his attack is as good as his defence as well, easy. if you ask me. Easy. Um, whenever Manu gets brought up, the one thing that I always instantly at least remember for a second is that test in 2018 against Australia where he just owned Latrell Mitchell, who at the time, and you know what, probably the year after in 2019 for at least half the year was the best, best centre in the game. Yep. That, that just shows how good Joey Manu is. And that was his teammate at the Roosters, and he just gave it to him, and he dominated him. The, New Zealand won that game, and he was nearly man of the match. Like but, that just shows. Yeah, it doesn't make noise about it, doesn't want yeah, more. It just, and you know what? It, if you are going to encapsulate Joseph Manu, if you are going to show anyone one game to show you who Joseph Manu is and how good a player he is, it's that 2018 test. Like, he's just amazing. Final word. Uh, is Jack White an underrated as a New South Wales 5'8 because they'll just pick him at seven Massively. anyway? Massively. Should he be the six? He's too. <sighs> no. He's got too much utility. No. Yeah. He can play in the centres if one that's of the forwards go down. They can move him into he, the forwards. He, that's his problem. He's too much of a utility. He, he, he's well. a great player, right? But Luke Keary's still there, and I get he had a bad game against the Raiders, but consistently throughout the year, he, I still think you put Keary above White and, and Walker. I feel like he showed himself up a bit, w- Keary. That was one game. One game, and he's not had a shot at Origin yet. Yeah, but you know what? Last year, you had Cooper Cronk patting him on the back every five minutes, and now he doesn't. Mm, yeah. No, Kiri's had a good year, though. He had Reynolds. Yeah, no, but when, when Kiri's played when this year, he's been solid. Final? No, you can't say I'm he's sure he's a lovely fella. I'm not going to bag him. He's a great footballer. He's not a leading half. He's a very, very good Yeah, player. but if you got him at six and Cleary at seven. He's a great 5'8". Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A, okay. I mean, if you're Cleary at seven, run But you can't crucify a 20-year-old kid for that we're going I back get, to the same conversation. I get, Cooper Cron- <laughs> um, I get Cooper Cronk was still there in the 2018 Grand Final talking. 
But you watch Luke Keary, he controlled that game. There was one half on the field, it was Luke Keary. In oh, terms shoot, of I feel like there was two halves in the field on Saturday. And the grand final. There was only two halves in the field Saturday. Last year it was more, was more Keary talking. No, Keary Kronk was on the field. No, in 2018, because Kronk was playing with that bung yeah. shoulder. Right, he was, yeah. he was talking, but... That was a Keary, he, he played the field. Keary was the one that. half on the field, yeah. and he controlled that yeah, game. That's a fake if you want to look at a game, if you want to look at at an example as to why Luke Keary can be a game controlling half back, actually, I do apologise. You, you can't, I can't be a very, very good player for it's a grand final. I still think he's New South Wales. Uh, best final player. word. You got White and running that line. He runs at the post out in the centres with Walker feeding him ball. No, no he absolutely not. Uh, final word. Hudson Young, who we're in Ira, like yeah. Jets now they are superstars. They're gonna have, Canberra have a better team next year. Yeah, they might, might have taken a little bit of time to get um, game ready, but he looks like he's at that point now. Also, did you um, see what he said? Like basically, when the shit came out, he basically went away and just sucked pissed for. He's he, drunk, yeah. yeah he's drunk every yeah. day for six months. For and you know what? Nearly six months. I respect the bloke for actually admitting that and, and coming back to now. how he is now. I respect. He's the bloke happy. For that. He wanted to get, couldn't go there fast enough for the dogs. Which, you know, yeah, fair enough. Whatever. Which sort of everyone, everyone blamed the dogs yeah. for that. He, he done it on his own accord. Yeah, that's right. right? That's so right. I, I it goes both ways. He works for the way. I respect the bloke and good on him for doing what he's doing now. He didn't do out. Obviously, it was associated with the school and the club, but he ran into someone that. He fancied on the night. But you she, know, was, she was a lot older than the other one. But he, <laughs> at the end of the, he knew he fucked up. It was the fact is that he left the club on bad basis and all that. Yeah. But, and I respect what he's done. He fucked up. He jumped yeah. silly. Because and he's the, come back yeah. and played good football. Yeah. So the thing I is, too, it, it was never... Don't come back from your demons. It, it was never a legal issue because I believe they were of age. It, yes. it was a morality issue. And it it's was, a bad yeah. look for the Bulldogs. So maybe the $3 million sponsorship. Yeah, because of that. So that's why they're dirty on Harawir and Ari. It's not a legal... No, and, and, and it, it as just a dog's, makes them look bad. And from a dog's point of view, yeah, they, I get I get both parties. Uh, Hudson Young, he had the same issues last year. Not the same issues, but oh, I get had the I stuff get going on. He's come yeah. back uh, just as strong as well and he's is now borderline superstar. He's Canberra to win. He, he's had a great year. I want to watch him next year because, as we talked about before the pod started, he's off contract come November. I, I, th- I still think he'll have a good year next year, but it's just something you have to see. Not every not every single player who has had a breakout year this year will back it up next year. Not it's saying he won't, not saying he will. He's got but second year syndrome as well. we, we just got to watch to I make sure watch he doesn't Tappany get that second year And Tappany is now found. How good was he this season? Yeah, and we actually probably underrated. Um... So anyone's made it through the last 35 minutes and wondering what the hell just happened, <laughs> this is what happens when I don't make notes. So welcome, everybody, to my brain. Uh, you fucking no goldfish. It's shiny. Look at his beer. Um, let's get to Saturday night. You're fucking mad. We're um, South's uh, put... Ra- uh, pull the score up here. What was the score, Damon? Eels 24 played South's 38. 38. Four yes. tries to six. Gutho put your microphone up, damn it. Gutho and Jennings with doubles. Paulo with a double. Uh, completions were 73% for the Eels, 71% for South sets 29 out of 40 to 30 out of 42. Five line breaks to the Eels, eight to Souths. 22 tackle busts to the Eels and 29 to Souths. Offloads were 15 to 13. Tackles were 302, played 334. Uh, Eels gave away two penalties. Souths gave away three. 12 errors to Parramatta and 16 to Souths. Uh, Mahoney made 
37 tackles, Cook with 47, Gutho with 211 metres, and Jackson Paulo with 233 metres. And then after those stats, we're going to take another break here. <laughs> well, no, we're good. Uh, no, Barney can go. Uh, well, actually, well, I'll wrap him. Parrot turned up to play. It was Parrot's best game in 12 rounds. Weeks. It, tw- Weeks. Three months. Easily. Easy. Played well. Uh, the sp- in the first half? Most of the spine looked pretty. We, gave, we gave him three easy tries in the second half. In a set, when Gutho had the ball on the try line and he got knocked out. Got there, not knocked out, sorry. Like, he had the ball and he got hit in the back and obviously that's Mo- loosened the ball. Moses pretty much said, here you don't, go, fellas. Don't, 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 <laughs> don't, 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 uh, let, don't. Hang on, hang on. Let's, uh, let's let uh, Barney but go. What did yeah. I Before say we... when that ball hit the post to you when we were sitting there watching together? I said, you won't see him until about two minutes left in the game and... Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Does that has a whinge and he got taken out by the ref. Gutho absolutely owned that Parramatta team. He did absolutely everything he could to get him across the line. Uh, two tries, ball. a try assist, seven tackle busts, three line breaks. He was everywhere in Parramatta's attack. So if that, I ever seen that, Blake, I'd love to just buy him a beer from that effort alone on the weekend. Today, I was very shocked, almost died of shock to see that Gutho actually won the Ken Thornet medal for Para Player of the Year. Who would have thought? So we fucking right. should have. And uh, we, did, we, we are compiling a list, and obviously Teddy won for East. Yeah. So we, we went through the, all the uh, other award winners to date, but Teddy and uh, Guthrie, no surprises. We the mentioned it when Dylan there. Brown got injured, what was it, six weeks ago, eight yeah. weeks ago. We we're like, Guthrie's now playing 5'8". He's doing two roles. Fullback, and he played halfback we, we, as well. And, 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 and that's like, because Moses wasn't stepping up. He needs to step that, up. Who? Moses. Moses. Who? The Invisible Man. All right. Let's, all right let's, there we go. Before we really start, Demo, I'll just mention first, that scrum play that Guthrie did with he crossed oh, he come back in. 40 metres oh, in the mate. field to yeah. come back in. Was He just said, I'll be first receiver and I'll, I'll do it give, myself. It give was, me the ball. Yeah. That was uh, a great – like he – when you talk about underrated plays, and he's not – he is underrated. He is a superstar of the game, Gutho. What he, what he does I don't think team, he's underrated anymore. I no, see. I think no, he's going to play Origins. Years ago. Remember years ago, people he used, used to, to say Brayson Nassau was underrated. What I'm saying is – This is the what I'm saying is underrated he, player. And I know sort of you have all year and I sort of always – we always it agree with depends how you define underrated. Yeah, but I think everyone he's talks not about considered. Him. But for the, the press, Mitch Moe's got the start of the year. Where the, guess, the press he gets at the end of the year is chalk and cheese, and he deserves much better. I think now they realise the twenty mentality, man. Yeah. Like the blokes that do the pretty stuff are the ones that generally are lauded, and the ones that are on million dollar contracts. Yeah, Gutho doesn't have the skill set of probably the top six or seven fullbacks that are running around, yeah. but that bloke just has yeah. fucking effort oh, upon effort. You know he can do. Upon effort he, he's, upon a, he's, effort. he's always a support player. As I as I say every time I do a preview, I can see as soon as that field. Breaks, you know he's going to score he's the breakaway there. try. It's Gutho. Yeah. Uh, even if he doesn't score, thing, yeah. he's a supporting player. And the, and biggest, and and it, it, and the only time he ever carries like a dickhead is when he scores a try and does his stupid yeah. thing. Uh, but apart from that, it's like he's a likable fella. He work, he busts his ass, and so he asks. Really. Do you want to know? You know what? I finally, I finally come to love the bloke because when we first bought him, I'm like, everyone wanted to go back to Manly. What's going on? Why are we buying this bloke who's never even made a name for him in first? Okay. And you know this. So Arthur's obviously seen yeah. something in him because Arthur was at Manly, Gutho was at Manly, and Arthur's brought him across the yeah. car. Yeah. Now made him captain as well. So this isn't done his ACL yeah. or whatever. So I'm very proud. Yeah. As a Paris supporter, I'm very proud of what we did on the weekend. And 
fuck, this is crazy. This isn't even statistically his best season. I think he's had a, a bigger impact this season and, and he's been more rewarded this season in terms of fans getting around him. 2017, he statistically had a better season before he went down with that ACL. I think he, he was nearly carrying Parra that year as well. He played he one, played, three and six yeah. that year as well. And Parra finished fourth. Yeah. Yeah. He's, and we finished yeah. third and done worse this year, if yeah. you ask me. Statistically, he had a better season in 2017 than 2020. And all the time, all I see on Facebook is he had this many run run metres this week. He's, you know, stati- all these statistics about how Gutho, how good Gutho was this year. Somehow in 2017, he was statistically better. That just shows how much of a freak he is. He can get to that level more than once. Uh, the only times he didn't this year is when I had bought him for Supercoach. But anyway, um, Barney. <laughs> Reap also, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What else from the game, Bart? Uh, Alex Johnson and Gay Guy on that on that side um, caused quite a lot of problems. There was uh, 14 tackle busts between those two players on that same, you know, working on that same edge. Um, Wunga Blake is going to have to do a lot of defensive <laughs> training over the next six months because I don't know that Blake doesn't know how to read a defence. He doesn't know how to. Tackle I would either, suspect so he not great. He might not have a job in if they've got some hot centres. The end of next year, he's he an might explosive not be ball. I tell you what, that Hayes Dunster did not look too bad. No, he looked okay. He, looked he just got right. lost, but you're, you're going to if you. He's a bit lost. I'm not saying he's a He did make some good plays for his age on debut, made some decent plays. So you know what, he's probably, I don't think he had that big of impact where you have to have him in next year. But I tell you what, if he gets another couple of chances, plays all right, maybe by the injury back up Yeah, you know what, maybe by the end of the Injury. year. From in centres, mate. Yeah, well, I was, no, maybe by the Too end small. of the year you move Fergo into the centres and have yeah, him man. on the wing. That's but a that said, remember, actually, remember last year, <laughs> here goes my tangent again. Remember <laughs> last year, it, it's like watching a Ross Noble show, actually, but I have notes. Um, remember last year when Fergo wanted to prove he was Penguins. the best centre? He went into three. <laughs> when he, no, he wanted to move, he, he wanted to prove he was he the best centre in the world to play centre for any was all, and he just got carved he up three weeks. He was nowhere to be, he yeah. was found wanting. Yeah. And, uh, yes, bad idea. But, great. Uh, sorry, but I'm So we've barely spoken about Souths, but their forward pack. As I guess they were okay. We mentioned the week before they, um, I had more questions about Paris pack than I did about Souths. And Souths pack, as a, as a combined unit, were way stronger than the Eels pack. Uh, Paulo did his absolute best to try and get, put him on his back and carry him through. But Junior Paulo done three people's work. Yeah, I'll I'm, so, I'm sorry, but yeah. Well, yeah RCG, he did, he where was RCG? Who? I don't, mean, I don't remember seeing no, RCG. I don't. Yeah, here we go. He done, what, three good hit-ups in the game? <laughs> Junior Paulo deserves the Origin jersey. There's one forward yep. I watched that on that, out of that game and said that he should be playing Origin, uh, and it was Paulo. <laughs> Uh, old Brown went missing as soon as the heat was on. For the and, past... Uh, when the RCG, I don't remember seeing touch a ball. For Madison the past 10 weeks... Bit, but, par- but he's flipped and flopped a bit. He's, yeah. The past 10 weeks, the Parramatta Eels have been Clint Gutherson and Junior Paulo. Junior Paulo hasn't been talked about as much yeah. because Gutho's just been that exciting uh, player who stands out. But But consistently, for the past yep. 10 weeks, every single game, Gutherson and Paulo turn up to play. I don't think well, you can say that about any I, other player seriously, for every single week. And there's only one player I'll put in there as well, is Dylan Brown. And he played he's yeah, played yeah, injured. He was first he's off a spell. Injured yeah. as well. Yeah. I'm one of his biggest fans. Yeah. I, I feel like if um, he'll be better if next Dylan year. Brown, 
His best games were without Moses. The, when Moses yeah. went missing, he was outstanding. Well, Dry Field and he came back in, and, and they Dylan both. Brown was practically running the game. And and Moses left Tigers to be the star. Corey Norman left Para, so Moses could be the star. And Brown, when Moses was injured, Brown was a star. Came back. All right, Mitch is in charge. All right, it's a final. Guthrie's in charge. Yeah, well, if it's, you're on eight hundred thousand dollars a season, he done jack shit. You got a bloke who's got. I agree with you. What's on? What's so, Brown on? Let's say he's on two hundred grand. He won't be anymore. But yeah. And my, my, he's point doing is, more. my point is, my point is, they would have been coached all week for Moses to run the team because that's of Mitch's course, job. Of course. And what happened yeah, when okay. a push came to shove? Gutho ran the team. And, Brown, and Dylan yeah, Brown was playing off Gutho. Yeah. And but Moses was left. And go back to that shit ass game against Karanella. One man won you that game, and it was Dylan yep. Brown. The game after, Dylan Brown. And then Moses come back. They went back to what they were doing. Uh, back to what I was about. The point I was make. Barney made his list of best props what, twelve weeks ago. Surely one a one and. Two are now just clearly Papali and Paulo. Like, yeah, 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 like it's like that's it. Yeah. And then there's daylight, and then there's yeah, whoever you want. Then what do you want? Pick yeah, everyone else. Sure. Uh, and and Payne Haas. Oh, I agree. Obviously, Payne Haas is great, but obviously where the teams are sitting at the moment compared to where Haas's team is. Oh no, I just think like what they've and for Paulo. Haas has been great individually as well, but he, I don't think he's been as good as last year. No, RCG just fell off. RCG's fallen off After coronavirus, it's like if Origin was next week, he's your first man pick. You know what happened? I picked, I bought him. But Tatola um, and oh, you done the Tatola and Grim Burgess Reaper. from South. Yeah. Burgess was tremendous for the last month. They have just been, con- you know, whenever they're on the field, they generally get fifty to sixty minutes. But they've just been consistently. Yeah. Tatola is going to be a one, star. Two, one, yeah. two, Burgess, Tatola, Tatola, and within Burgess, two years, first two hit ups. And, and I'll piss in your pocket here, bud. Tatola is going to be the man you're talking about. And I'll piss in your pocket here, bud. Um, you did point that out. I think sitting in your place next to the pool and back Kula in. And Matungi as yeah. well, who's been doing a good yeah, job. Yeah, was he bench? off the bench? Yeah. But now he's the, the sewers, and sewers now worked yeah, out. But you know what? Just because he's a big boy doesn't mean nothing. But the way no, no, he plays football, sewers boy worked oh, out the great. balance. Now sewers aggression. Yeah. Uh, I'll Bailey Searin and oh, I love the bloke. Oh, I think he's tremendous work. Cartwright's been all right uh, as well. You can name. Yeah, and you're going to throw and, um, and you're going to throw Jairo in there next year. Is it Jaden Sewer as well? Second That's role? what I said. Yeah, yeah Jaden Sewer. Yeah, um, some gems in that pool. So they've and they're not the biggest, but geez, they bust. You don't have to be the biggest. Next to be the year, best. Um, where do you play Arrow? Where do you play Murray? Do you possibly play? Oh, Murray. Talk about Murray. Murray's a world. Do you play Arrow at prop? Because Arrow can play prop. Yeah, but probably eleven. Mar- Murray's on on put him back in the middle. Put him yeah. arrow on an edge. Leave Murray to do the. Let Murray do the dirty work. They could probably swap between. Sewer and Arrow is a. Sewer and Arrow. I've got a dilemma here. Sewer and Arrow is tremendous, tremendous. Murray, you tackle for forty, and then Arrow can tackle for forty, and he's can fuck around on the edges and try and score some fun. Yeah, but you know what? Arrow wasn't even the Titans' best player this year, so that's all good. I want to quickly talk about. I'm going to wrap him. Because I bagged him for a lot of this year, Adam Reynolds Adam. is tremendous. <laughs> well, uh, but how many times did we we were sit, again we watched the game next to each other? His defence was incredible. He's actually quite he a good made, defender. He probably made, he, um, you know, obviously just because of his size, he's going to miss tackles yeah. and all the rest but, of it. But when you say try saving tackles, I don't mean over the line holding the ball. I mean ten metres out, couple of metres out, second yeah. rower straight in the chest. It's going straight over top of the halfback. Couldn't have played it just any better, him. and he just grasped him. Yeah. He was outstanding, I thought, um, and that was as good as. He's played, and then let's get to the nine. Who Cook. was oh. Cook? Was the just the player on the field? He he peaked at the right time. He just uh, 
<laughs> he just picked the, the times to run, absolutely picked the eyes out of it. it. Every time that there was sort of a half gap on either side of the ruck, he was halfway through it before yeah. they knew what was going on. We barely had markers that game. Yeah, and it showed because yeah, the second massively. half. But then you packed it in after. I reckon when your man hit the post. That was a the game. They packed <laughs> in. They went, oh, well, we're done here. And then the flag was up. It was all over. And how do you talk about it? Like we'll talk, as a para fan, yeah, yeah. how did you feel in that moment? What was that, 20, 22 minutes out or something? 20. Yeah, it was 20. And it, it was 18-20 the score. It was 18-20. We'll put him post, in. And you didn't see him until the last minute and a half when he tried to grab her for himself. And he got taken no other ref and still wanted to complain. Whatever it was. <laughs> and, and Paul Kent had the famous line this week about, uh, doesn't that sound Parramatta? But he's right. I couldn't agree more. It you know, you know what? Moses is contracted until the end of 2022, and if he has enough couple of seasons like 2020, Para probably won't re-sign him, and neither he will end up in the Super League, honestly. He will, because really you know what happens? Dream. Perception is reality, and people on... Uh, and he's got all the talent He's never going to 800 again, unless he wins a comp now. You know what? He's he got the big... This is now his big contract. Yeah. He's not going to get it and again. And the reason why so many people are giving it to him is because we know how well he can play, but he just doesn't show up for 80 minutes. And I know you sound like a broken record. People always say this biggest thing, he doesn't show up for 80 minutes. He just doesn't. Can you remind me he next year, to, uh, for next season, I'll download a cat um, <laughs> sound effect. Like that. No, I just thought it was a good one. I, I think it's a... Obviously, it is a mental thing, because as soon as he hit the post, thing. he decided not to push and whereas um, that winning mentality is oh, I fucked up but I'm going to make it better you know what I mean where he just th- sort of sits back and goes oh I might I'll do what I can later you know what I mean? like, yeah. and this is why I love Dylan Brown look at the Brown done a try save and tackle one metre out he put his head down sprinted got the tackle there's people that fuck up a girl get you next time yeah, there's people fuck up, yeah, fucked up time sure. but if you're an 800 Dylan, you're t- Dylan Brown his ankle is cooked right yeah. And when Cookie ran for that 79th minute, Dylan Brown was still putting his head down. His ankle was gone. Gotha was running across. Dylan Brown was still trying to run. Gotha was still trying to do his best. We all knew Damian Cook was doing the right foot state. He's going straight on the post. We knew that. Natural leaders. But how do you not come off the back of Dylan Brown and Gotha and even Paulo running the game like that? Mm. Like, come off the back of your leaders. They're leading you. Yes, Here's you the- missed it. And our team, to my extent, Parrot didn't even do nothing when the I was going to say, did you... They've done nothing. They stood That was still. the whole point. That it's was the whole point. It's a bit hard, they, though, because the bounces, still playing It doesn't matter. But they should have been we people... We should have been closest just, to the ball. Yeah. What, why did our centers not touch it? Why they, went, they, they went and stood back there waiting exactly for Exactly right. Uh, which Don't is the point. There's only one or two blokes in shot, actually, just... Uh, yeah. Going back on memory, there was only was one tacky. or two. Natural, his thing. Natural leaders rise to the top themselves. Yeah. No, Isaac Yeo never asked to be a leader. He rose to the top himself. He just uh, done it himself. You go through. You could all name. We go through all our club teams. You can look at who. Yeah. At the start this year, Fogarty would never been the crap captain, but they rise themselves. When you stamp yourself, you want to be a leader. You got to own it, and he hasn't owned it. Simple as that. No, no, no. Differential there. He wanted to be a leader, never led. There's players who didn't want to be a leader but have just played that good yeah. and yeah. said, follow me, yeah. come with That's me. That's right. Boyd Corden last week, Australian captain. He's even this week. But Even when Gutho was first named captain, Gutho. he's a great player. I never necessarily thought he was a leader, but this year he's convinced me. Assistant he's a leader. Leading by example. And, you, and you go through the clubs, you've got the blokes you do. You there, there's blokes there who aren't captains or in the, even in the leadership group, but they play their hearts out in 
week in, week out. Yeah, and they say that's just saying Paulo will, but Nathan Brown wants to be well, the biggest bully in the comp when they're winning. But have he, you seen him he, for six he, weeks? When he gets put on him. If he gets smashed in Origin, right, I'll call it now. He gets right. smashed in Origin. And your boy? The young fella, Blore? Yeah. From the title? Blore, yeah. He put it on Brownie. And then Brownie went fucking missing. You know what? What's going on? This is a bit of an older example, but when I've seen interviews with Cameron Smith, Cooper Cronk, Billy Slater, they say, who's the one player you've enjoyed playing with the most and the one who's sort of like a, a leader other than you or whatever? All three of them said Dallas Johnson. Mm. Dallas Johnson's not a guy who ever got the raps. Yeah. Dallas so Johnson, they, he played Origin, but he's he's never been a lot Origin too. But you know what? The things Cameron Smith said about Dallas Johnson, and all three of those guys could have said Billy Slater or Cooper Cronk and, or and, Cameron Smith. And look who that no, team is. Well. And for the early part of the team, they had Hoffman as well. Yep. He'd put in the same category. Like, they're leaders. You get it. Look, you look at, and even you look at Hindmarsh, you look Hindmarsh at blokes all the fruit. They're leaders. The yeah. like that yeah. puts his head in the position that most people would yeah. put their foot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they're willing to get knocked he out. He puts his dick in a place you ain't put your hand. Put it that way. But just <laughs> okay. on, on most right, in general. What did you get up to on the weekend? Uh, How you doing? Uh, uh, as I said in the chat earlier. Puffer fish, apparently. As I said in, the, said in the chat earlier today, guys, Mitchell Moses is looking likely to become the next Mitchell Pierce, where he's very up and down, up and down, up and down. We'll probably have the media support for most of his career. We'll probably be hyped up by casual fans as well as a really good player because they've watched a couple of games where he's been amazing and they here in the media that he's amazing but their best and their worst is very far you, Moses you, is a six in my opinion I don't think he's yeah, a seven. Well, that's where he started he, has, a, he, he was a six, six. six he's a six with a kicking game so at yeah. the end of the day if you use him last tackle just push him back as into seven for the last tackle to kick but he, he's per- a runner they perfect need you, know, you know who he would have been perfect analogy I'd say exact analogy Jerome Jerome Lewis. Jerome Lewis. correct yes. you find him a half back he'll be a star but he can't be a at the same time, can Dylan Brown be a seven? Got a better chance. No, no, you've got to find someone uh, else. That's what I mean. Oh, I prefer take Dylan Brown at Paramount. No, no, that's, no my yeah. point is you've signed to be a seven. He's never seven. He, he, he is if to be you a had, seven. If, we, if you had taken Brooks and Mitch Moses had played outside Benji Marshall a year, he would have been six that's, and Benji uh, seven. That's an incredible combination. Yeah. Uh, I don't know and put Marnie back there. Defensive wise, defensive wise. We need to talk about Cody Walker. Don't know if he can kick. But Cody Walker again, tremendous outside backs for South, tremendous. Corey Allen, tremendous. He's, uh, Cody Walker, in my eyes, is number fourteen for New South Wales. He will start six. So Let's talk six. Uh, Brad yeah, Fittler wants to say. talk at six. I, 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 on Keary, Keary, I think Keary should. If Keary's one hundred percent, you go Keary. Well, Jackson Paulo had probably his best game, I think, since he's come into the, that South team. He's looked like a, an okay replacement. But he looked like a first grader in in this game. Oh, didn't he? And you what? mentioned him. You uh, would have thought he'd played 150 games. I have gone. Bloke, I'd, I'd never particularly liked. And I've wrapped him already this year. But Dan Gargo's probably having his best year ever without really the accolades. He did for most most of the year. I mean, agreed. He's, he's yeah, agreed. Apart from playing Melbourne, yeah, agreed. Um, I just want to say on Corey Allen, no, I wrap him every week, and every week I say, you know, he should be starting for Souths next year, but he probably won't. I'm now of the opinion Souths find a way to start him next year, or do the moral thing and put let Latrell it go. So, let or, that's the thing. You put Latrell to centre, put him at fullback. That's probably good, but they're not going to do no, that. Not happening. Do, do the do the morally. You know right what's going to come. You know, I'll tell you right now what's going to come to play next year. There'll be a trade agreement yeah, with probably. Alan. Uh, see, like I feel Melbourne and um, Tigers. Done. They'll, they'll, so 
but with a bit. I, I didn't mind that. To an I was fine with it. Yeah. Well, this yeah. is no yeah. shit. This You're is, on your wizard. Yeah, this is a bit <laughs> bold. But there's life, there's hope, I, game, I, anyway. I have a feeling if we're keeping the loan thing <laughs> in, in play next year, Corey Allen wouldn't be too bad an option to loan out somewhere, and neither would. And neither would. And this is a bit bold, Tom Starling, because you've re-signed him. You're going to start Hodgson. Havili's still there for a year. You have Havili off the bench because he's decent, but he's not Tom Starling level. Starling should be starting somewhere. Loan him to the Bulldogs for a year. Let him build, be, be the Harry Grant of the year. Of I don't, the Tigers? You go back will. to the Tigers and play I don't her. think they yeah. will. Alan will probably go to the wing and Paulo will go back and do his Paul time. Okay. You, know, yeah. you know what? Alan Alan would be really good on you the You know what? I'll take Alan at centres. He's been really good wherever he's been. If Jennings ain't going to get cleared, I'll take Alan at the centres. I'd play centres. We need to find centres. No, if I was Souths, I would play Alan at centres. Same as I've done Stephen Crichton. Steve, treating like a Crichton for a year. Crichton's a fullback. Uh, but um, if you I think it can half, work. Like it doesn't matter who's in the centres, really. That's right. You can play back rowers uh, if you want. If you've yeah. got a decent uh, What else we got from this game? We'll probably cover everything. Much else to take away, boys? I think. No, um, pretty much. No. How do you sum up in total Paris season? Probably suffering. Failure. Failure. If you finish third in the comp, you need at least minimum make prelim. And that's any team, not just Para, as me as a Paris supporter, but if you finish third or fourth, oh, man. even the Roosters, you need to at least make prelim. But wasn't it so obvious? They were and it's not only the very big odds. They were the we every single person. We were $6 three months ago. Put it that way. Everyone, and, but, and all four of us and everyone else, over because the odds were there, said straight sets, and it was straight sets. I called straight sets. I knew Para. If Para didn't win last right. week, we'll, we'll save, I called straight sets. We'll save oh, yeah, Barney from the game itself. Well, for the first half of the season, Paramount, were good enough to be in the top four. The second half of the season, they were probably somewhere between 10th and 6th. Um, it got into the finals. They put up a good effort in this game, but their last eight to ten weeks has been very average at best. And um, they probably finished at 6th, where they, they're probably the best, the 6th best team in the comp. Now, I didn't even give my opinion on this, and I, I'm still not convinced either way, but I put a post up yesterday where I was absolutely slaughtered saying that if Parrot don't play as well as they did this year does Brad Arthur get considered for the sack. Now, I, I'm not saying I lean either way. However, I have a feeling if Para don't play as well, the board could possibly... He's won more wooden spoons than he's won finals games. No, but I th- Agreed, I, uh, but I think Brad Arthur is the best thing for Parramatta. Yeah, I I, 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 I'm not convinced either way. Like I could see why they would sack him. I, I think I, that's I, why I suddenly... I, that's why the media's on Moses now, because... He's realised he can't win a comp with Moses there, at least at seven. Not at seven, yeah. And I think that's why it's, they've turned... But no, one's, no one's even mentioned BA apart from a couple articles. Yeah, uh, it's been that, Moses. That, that's why and I put pa- the Actually, more so Para fans, but I think he's a... And, and, and you know what? I'm, and don't forget, he's, he's, taken, he's taken them from Wooden Spoon three years ago. That and is a with turnaround. with all the scandal that we had as well, yeah. he's taken us from to, yeah, nothing from to your, your, something. Yeah. Like and something that we can contest He's taken for from a Wooden Spoon... To finish, please wait. I'll take my team from a wooden spoon yeah. to there in two years' time, or even next go. year. Yeah. Uh, I think Barney would do the same for the Sharks if you, you've got a coach to do that. Yeah. I the, think it's the simple. The Titans are going to be there next year anyway. So. Uh, they will. They will. Pull, no, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm joking. Doing it again. I'm joking. Pull your fucking. Uh, head I'm in. joking, bro. I'm not even tipping them to make the eight, and people no, I'm think tipping, I'm, I'm, tipping, I'm taking them to make the eight. Oh, but any, um, anyway, yeah, <sighs> just. 
uh, I don't know. When I, sh- when I uploaded that post to a lot of comments and there were people who said they were para fans, said sack Moses before you sack Arthur, and I do agree with that. Isn't that what you just said? It, it's just, hey. you know what? Like, <laughs> about you know what? <laughs> call, call Jai Field back. Own Moses out for a year. Brown and Field, why not? Moses, but where would he, who, who would take him on loan? I'll take Benji at seven for the Bulldogs. I don't think anyone's ever going to learn a hundred thousand player. Uh, they're not, but no, I'm, I'm, right. I'm being silly. But of course, loan Moses um, out for a year. <laughs> You're good at that. Yeah, let's get to uh, let's get to some. <laughs> no, I genuinely think Mitch Moses will be loaned out next year for the next two years until his contract's up. At let's get to uh, let's knock Same off a quick bit of news loaned because uh, my my tab counts are <laughs> out. Tanner Boyd re-signed with the Titans. He got him back again. I really like him. He's, he's not the most skillful player, and he does have mistakes in his game, but he puts in a consistent effort. I liked when he debuted at the end of last year, right, when a lot of the Titans players were just done. He sort of had that renewed effort, and he was having a go each game, which I liked. Uh, it was We were arming and arming last week, but Hetherington is, in fact, going to the Bulldogs, which is a tremendous signing for them. Barrett, obviously. Uh, Barrett true, Barrett. Ways, but so we didn't yeah. know. We, yeah, because I honestly thought he was back at Penrith. I, we all said the same thing, but he yep. got My someone. My only worry with him is he could spend fucking a quarter to half the season on the fucking he yeah, bench gonna, because he's he suspended. On the <laughs> he, he got five weeks this year. Next year, he in the Warriors. Will, but, uh, so, so far, he's the Warriors and he got five weeks. So far next year, Kotrick, Luke Thompson, if they play him starting prop, and Jack Heverington will nearly be the Bulldogs' best players, but two of them are going to at least spend a certain amount of time on the bench because of suspension, just because they've got that aggression. They need to get that under wraps. They will be. Well, if you, no, they can bring Tarek Sims. Yeah. Tarek, Sim, Tarek Sims was an animal back in the day before he broke his leg, but his aggression, what held him out of origin, then he controlled his aggression, still playing aggressive football. That's what got him into origin as well, if you ask me. If they can bring what they bought this year as a base, commitment, uh, which has been instilled into them by someone else, so Barrett's got to do that from uh, scratch and add those players in, they've got something. But oh, yeah, they're you know cooking what? with something, they, they can finish top 10. They need a half. With the Bulldogs. They need a half, they're going to get a half. They, they need two. Uh, <laughs> they don't need I can, one. they need two. They could have a Benji at the last minute. If they don't end They chase Burton, I think Flanagan. You could probably uh, use Lewis as a backup. Smoke and fire, I think they get Flanagan, but what does that mean? If the Bulldogs don't end up signing Benji Marshall for next year, I know there's not even rumours at the moment. It, but it makes the most sense. Like, how wouldn't you just well, for one Well, he's now year. on the table for East. You're not going to hear anything about Benji until probably two weeks before next it, yeah. season because then the, the teams will be going, oh, fuck, we've got a spot left. Minimum We're struggling pay. for a number. And hey, that'll Benji, be the Bulldogs. You want like, fucking 80 grand? But, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the sign... <laughs> Moses, I'll yeah. take Benji at the, seven. The, it would, you know what? It wouldn't surprise you Magic that. I'll take Benji at seven. The, go for an off-season and go, oh, fuck, all right, come on, bum. The, the and he'll start at six. The signing if of, he's going back to the Tigers, he'll want 400, bro. The, the signing shit. of Heverington. <laughs> the signing just to of, go, no, nah, fuck you, blokes. The, the, the fuck dog, you don't get me for 100, yeah. fuck you. The dog signing Heverington is just like when they signed Waddell and even the Joe Stimson last year. It's like, oh, it's a decent signing, but they don't need Fords. Their Ford pack's fine, <laughs> fine, passable, I think. They've got Jackson, they've got actually, Thompson. I think it's actually good. Yeah, it's a good Ford Good because you have Hetherington Thompson. The Ford pack is their strong but point. They're getting rid of Tolman, apparently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but okay, that's Tolman. Yeah. So you're going to have, have Hetherington Thompson, Elliot, 
uh, Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. And that's a good start. For Tyler Mariner. For Tyler Mariner. Yeah, that's yeah. a good start. Like, that's that's fine. You need to focus on signing some halves. All well and good. You can sign some decent forwards. Fuck, how many, that's score, fine, how many but points they halves. score all year? They were a Eight. couple of hundred behind they fucking anybody. Like, yeah, no. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Halfway four, through. It was four penalty goals. As as <laughs> so, the, so the talk of the town has been to Flanagan. We talked about it in East Ham enough, but now the, the mail is Flanagan Pierce. If that happens, uh, Flanagan Moses Pierce of the three. Sorry, should that there's start a again. whole three triangle. So the three triangle. So, so there, the mail today is I new cut. Yeah, so so straight swap to East Swan Pierce back because right. he can do a job for him. Yep, Flanagan. To Flanagan to no Flanagan to Newcastle. Dog, dogs. Moses dogs. to Newcastle. Right. I'll, t- I'll tell you this. And right there's now. also a talk of straight swap so with Pierce and Moses. And, as well. I, I'll tell you this. That's a question. Sorry and straight swap Pierce and Moses. That would probably so, be beneficial for Parramatta. Yes, that would be actually beneficial for Parramatta because Pierce can be Pierce and Pierce played his best with Kurt Mann being his best. You can just go, I'm going to get Dylan used to Brown here and yeah. then I'm going to keep missing oh, tackles. Do the yeah. rest of it. As a, as a Parramatta fan, I'd like Flano there. Imagine Flano and both, Dylan Brown together. Young, I think all parties... Uh, uh, all parties concerned. All parties win. This could work. All parties win. If everyone moves. If Pierce goes to Parra, you put Brown inside him and say, right, Mitch, your job's this. You got Gutho and Bre- All you need to do is get the ball to either Moses on the left, Gutho on the right. Uh, not Moses, uh, Dylan yes. Brown. Uh, can work. Yeah, uh, Moses Newcastle gets to be the big fish in a little pool. I don't get with Ponga than Pierce then... as well because he runs a bit more, so Ponga can just sort of follow him rather than getting static ball off Pierce. So. I don't. Yeah. I, and Rooster's yeah. just fine to seven. I, I personally don't like the straight swap between Pierce and Moses because it'll be the exact same except you're on different teams. Para in front. Para end in front there. Okay. Yes. Pierce as would a club, be, I'm would bagging be a better, would, Pierce would be a better acquisition for Para, but I still feel like he would be going for a purple patch and then a down patch and you'd have to rely on Dylan Brown. No, but Dylan Brown Pierce gets can, injured or something. Pierce's baseline is better than Moses' baseline. But I tell you what, Does make sense? the thing is, I, Pierce I, is yeah, if Pierce is here, Moses is here. I, I, I get you. I get you. He still has that sizable difference between his best and his worst. Para would get just the better end of that deal, but I still don't think signing Pierce would be what leads you to a premiership. Well, their attack structure it would help. Yeah. It'd, it'd work for both teams, but I think. Y- y- just you'd, because you'd, you'd also need now, Brown, to be on as well. Newcastle you can't now just rely are on looking Pierce. for someone to work with Ponga. They're not looking for a half that can work with their fullback. Is Moses, nece- is Moses a, necessarily going to work, work with Ponga, though? I still Better feel than like. Pierce, I think so. But I still just feel like. Just because you're giving two more options with running balls. But that said, Gutho's not far off that. Because a lot of Ponga stuff where he got bogged down in games where he didn't have anything to do was he was getting flat ugly ball off Pierce who didn't want to run into the line and give him ball yeah. with space. But if Mitchell or P- early ball if whereas Mi- Moses will do that. He he's already proven that he gives he just goes, Oh fuck, give it to Brown <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? So Moses the only this whole thing I was just thinking about up for you know what actually minutes. suit Newcastle the best out of all the options is Benji. Because he can put Ponga where he, he needs to be play put. and he can and then when in trouble he cooks oh, it. Okay, Benji Ponga. That'd be that's the way I just yeah. It's the first time it's come ahead, but that is a... Chuck Sean Johnson is as 5'8". Imagine that. Those three on the same team. Alrighty, so um, <laughs> I'm oh, just yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. like, if, if we're talking about the steppy, good-looking dudes, and Chuck in Sean Johnson. No, I'm just saying because he doesn't yeah, have to I'll be steppy, yeah, good-looking. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> steppy, good-looking. On the flip side, uh, 
Flanagan to dogs. Uh, I think that's probably a good thing. No, Flanagan to stay at Roosters because he deserves it. He does not deserve to go to a team. He's going to be playing finals for the next few He's better off going somewhere else than playing reserve grade. He's better off staying at the Roosters. At least give him some structure and then you can put some runners outside him and then see what happens. He needs at least one more season at the Roosters. I I think there has to be... games? I can't believe they're that cutthroat because they tell everyone what a family club they are and no one ever leaves. And they want to do this. They can't be that cutthroat. He certainly doesn't gel with the boys. There has to be deeper issues. Apparently he just breaks against... He 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 probably is. He's probably on a fucking phone to dad. 48 hours a day. and They reckon well, Shano's is going to Parra to be the assistant coach next <laughs> oh, year. There you go. You, got to, you found yourself a halfback. Okay, I'll take yeah. it. Take my you, you want to know what the... It'll work, actually. The best, oh, again, fucking it'll work. the best move is for Kyle Flanagan is for the Sydney Roosters to actually put some goddamn faith in him for at least next year, which even if he plays the same as he did this year, I think he's earned... I, 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 have, not I have not once said he shouldn't be there. I think he I, should. I, I know, I know I but, but I think they're done with him and he shouldn't just... Hang around for the sake of hanging around with Batsman. Yeah, okay, but it's unfair, right? The Roosters should yes. be putting faith in him because he's we not agree. been bad. He's we not all, been bad. Yeah, yeah. Agree. If it was any other yeah, club, be, if it was any other club, you'd go, mate, that's, he's going to be a good player yeah, when he's been He's done well. He goes yeah. to the second yeah. round semi. But yeah. that's not what Roosters are after. Roosters cream of the crop, mate. Yeah. They've been running. But who's supposed to be for three and a half So they know they can plug Mitchell Pierce straight back in and go, right, you're going to go right that slot. You're going to do that slot like two. You're not going to miss it. He does eat an extra. He doesn't miss tackles. I'll tell you what the reason is, right? Flanagan gets stuck in a corridor, whether either side. Like he does play both sides. He generally plays to the right, but he does come over occasionally on the left. But he gets stuck in a corridor where he generally doesn't create much more than about five meters either side of him. Whereas your good halves have got blokes running around the back, and they're they're already looking to the outside first, and then they'll come back to the middle. Whereas he plays short before he goes long. Yep. Whereas the most creative halves generally are looking outside first, and then they'll go back into the middle if they have to. This is a so. huge... Because they play to that... Because when they go wide, when they go to that uh, Tupo edge, Manu it's the Kiri... Tupu. It's the Kiri... Yeah. D- 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 and we spoke about it for... When they how were, many, how when many they games flying, at the start of the year do we say that this whole side Kiri does such down ball? the short side. Kiri you, down the short side. You'd go and buy, you'd go and buy um, Manu and all these blokes at centre and if he's supercoaching they'd get 12 points because they wouldn't even touch a ball and they'd be winning by 30. Because it doesn't go that way. It That's goes right. down, it, carry down yeah. the short side because he's got more creative options than Flanagan. Yeah, this is going to be a huge bowl prediction. By the end of ne- next year, Kyle Flanagan will be a better player than Mitchell Pearce. Not overall, but at the time. And you know, I have a feeling Roosters will sign Mitchell Pearce in November for 2022. Then by the end of the year, Kyle Flanagan will be the better player. Kyle Flanagan will go elsewhere, do well, maybe not necessarily make finals if he's at the ball. Pick up 550 and off he goes. Yeah, but I feel like Kyle Flanagan, the way he's King. He he's progressing. Mitchell Pierce is he's going. Down. Not saying he's terrible. He well, actually, reading, on the reading, way down. reading the tea leaves, which I've you know sometimes got, sometimes not. But what uh, mushrooms do you eat? Reading the tea leaves. No, I'm saying I'm, you actually made a good point. So Flanagan's coach Flanagan's on the way to you guys. Apparently, yes. And I, I think I reading the tea leaves on the way out here. He might the long circle round will be. He might end up a blue gold. I'm okay with that. I'd take him. Imagine two young fellas at Parramatta who could lead us for the next 10 to 12 years. Plus, you Gutho's Gutho. not going anywhere. That's what I mean. So you've got Gutho at one. Marnie's still a young fella. Well, Dylan str- Brown's young. Yeah, Cole's, young. Not going to, Cole's not going to, to run a team. He's going there to be the guy. That's what I mean. So those four boys, very young, all under 25. Right you still got Matho there. Um, Nathan Brown, if he picks his game a little bit. you still got Junior Polo. Yep. 
Like there, so there, there is yeah. play, there, so there what is we're going to do, we've, uh, Bar and I have talked about this. Uh, we, 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 we've talked about two games right now. Bar and I have talked about this. In the off-season, we're going to have a couple of Sunday sessions with a beer and a barbie and, and hypothesise about all this stuff. And we, we even though we've just done it for an hour and ten minutes, Look, uh, and uh, and carry that over to the off-season and juice the lemon a little bit more for that. I'm uh, happy at, as long as people keep their dirty hands off Jamal Fogarty's Titans for life. He's no, he's right. one club player. So, so, the, so the origin news Ted, <laughs> the origin news is Teddy's going to miss game one from all from all reports Upper. potentially means Papanaz and Upper. stays there or they can play Gutho if they have to uh, yeah I take um, Gutho in the origin to play center 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 yeah, Paulo starting prop, I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm okay with that. RCG named off his early work, not so much his late work. No. And no. Nathan Brown in the squad? No. RCG in the squad. Nathan Brown's also He's in, in the squad. squad that's mate. what I said. I, I, I know. Are you suggesting that RCG will be picked in the no. 17? No. no. I, I thought Same you meant in the 17 just then. No. Oh, he's been named say. it, but he's come out and said he doesn't want to be there anyway, so it yeah. doesn't matter. Hey, man, some people battle with demons differently and they're in the bubble. I'll get it. Yeah, I can understand that because it's a different story at the moment. It. So you can understand that. Barney, any That's thoughts okay. on those New South Wales things? No, they all, they're all going to um, have a spot to play. I'd, I would, I'd be surprised if, as you said, RCG gets a starting spot at any of the games that um, <laughs> that are played. He's already, As you said, he's already mentioned. I think he realises that he's probably going to be a benchy or a substitute and he's not interested unless out, he's yeah. running out. As I a, think it's more family thing than more than anything. Unless I guaranteed him a starting spot. Knows. Even then, yeah, yeah, people have their own things in their heads. So I, I respect the bloke's uh, opinion. I, I, I want New South Wales to win, but... Either way, I sort of hope it's a dead rubber going into the last game and it's 2-0 because if that happens, then I want all the reserves dead rubbers to aren't come too. in. If it's a dead rubber, though, yeah. you can't come in. Either. No, 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 not come into the no, squad. The but players who are in the 27. Well, Ash, oh, just give them run. Okay, yeah. Ash Taylor's not going to play the first two games, but if it's 2-0, maybe... If Cherry wants to go early, you chuck Ash Taylor, for example. Just some guys that you wouldn't be used there, to seeing. There will be a bit of that this year. Yeah, there will be. But it, it, especially if it's a 2-0. That said, that said, there's hope. So I think if I you're Queensland, if I'm, uh, I suppose, Wayne better now, if you're Kevy, would have done it better, but whatever, Wayne's there. You, I would be pushing narrative, hey, they're only 70%. They don't rate us anyway. We can get – it's now closer to even money than uh, it was a dollar twenty and $3 because you're missing your real big guns. If Teddy doesn't play especially, you're missing Boy, Turbo. You're missing it, – it's Siri now – The dog. gap's closed Gordon so much. And dog. it doesn't – I know you're missing Ponga as well, the Queenslanders, but the gap's now closed so much you that uh, it could be a filthy, on, filthy – Fuck stick. <laughs> Queensland will drum it in. Queen, the Queensland will drum it in much harder. Um, the Queensland, I think the Queensland names top made with Lindsay Collins and Jake Friend. Oh. So, but I, I, don't, I did have the graphic yeah. earlier. But I think that uh, yeah, I think it's now a closer game, an intriguing game. Well, you know, it's going to be more interesting. Daggy, to even back you up even further, you look at last year, New South Wales and Morals to win as well. Queensland just won game one. New South Wales made wholesale changes for game two. Queensland were then the favourites to win the series. It's still close. As I said to you off camera as well, I would never tip a three nil either way in Origin. No, no, not these days. Queensland, Queensland is always going to have that one game at Suncorp. Queensland can bunker better than New South Wales. Queensland will get in there and I'll put their 
heads down and they'll love each other and they'll be like, we're here for Queensland. And New South Wales, no one gives a fuck. And it's not like yes. Queensland's oh, they'll, they'll do Barney on a Saturday oh, night. Loves the it's not like Queensland's got Wales? nobody. Yeah. They just don't have depth. This year, they're still going to have someone wow. who, who has been in form in AJ Brimson. We don't know how he'll play in Origin, but he's looking good so far. He'll be fine. You've got Munster and um, I'll be Cherry Evans Munster's leading the way. I'd 70% fit. And I'd be surprised if well, he's playing. He's playing this weekend. <laughs> but... That's what I say, Harry Gale. I would not be... And I'll tell you now, here's the other prediction I'll make, is that if Cameron Smith retires this week, he'll play Origin. He'll say, fuck it. Another month, I'll play Origin. Fuck it. Yeah, quite possibly. Um, Whatever that means. If if (laughs) Queensland do win the series, the one thing I hope is that AJ Brimson just absolutely kills it for bias, obvious reasons. The one Queensland player I want to see absolutely kill it is... So he cannot play for you for six weeks every year going forward? Yeah, why not? Because then we've got a rep player in the side, and you know what? The other weeks will probably lead us to a grand final. Never make eight. Get Fogarty at seven. Never make eight. you got two of them coming, mate. For feeder and for some. Yeah, so you're going to be down. You're playing reserve grade teams. You're going to be losing. You'd rather drop six points instead of four every <laughs> yeah. origin period. Oh, it depends who we verse. I mean, if we verse the Bulldogs twice oh. at a time, then we'll probably. No, we're going to be the new Melbourne Storm. Like, even though we're going to have <laughs> half our team out for origin, we're still going to win. Like. Seriously, where do you get your shrooms from? And we have professional help in Penrith if you need it, okay? Yeah, so Ollie clearly Sick needs this. some rum, so we're going to have another break here because I need to wash my taste out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, very quickly, we're joined by Jeffrey Jones, uh, mad Penrith supporter heading into the <laughs> qualifying final. What have you made the season, Jeffrey? Uh, it's been a good year. Um, I think the boys... <laughs> They've exceeded what I expected and a lot of other Panthers supporters. Um, I'm, yeah, pretty surprised at where they're sitting at the moment, but Keno's for this Saturday going to the game. So hopefully the boys get a win and get into a grand final for the first time in 17 years. How hard has it been getting tickets as a bloke on the street? Well, you're a member, aren't you? So Yeah, it hasn't but been too hard. You've managed to get to most games? Yeah, um... Me and Damo are members, so we've been getting tickets each week because we pledge our membership for the year. I still go for Paris. Your allegiance. <laughs> You're a closet Panthers supporter for sure, mate. <laughs> so what, what questions did you have at the start of the year? What was that, sorry? What questions did you have around the Panthers at the start of the year and where did you think they were going to end up? Um, honestly, you expected probably lower parts of the gate. Yep. Probably just outside. Sure. And... Honestly, question marks were probably around uh, Cleary and just the way he's evolved his game this year has been, it's just been insane. Yep. Like, he's gone from, like, last year they didn't think he should make Origin to now he's probably almost first player picked after Cordner. Pretty much cemented. Yep. Yeah. So that, that was my biggest question, how he would be able to take this side after Maloney. But he's, he's just he's just killed it this how, year. How do you think about Luai coming in to be a Cleary as well? Who, who would you have picked personally, Luai or Burton, the way both boys have played yeah, when they've got when their chances? Back when it was chance. all going on. Yeah, back when they both got their chances. Not looking at now, but at the start of the season, who would you have personally picked? Um, 
to be honest, it probably would have been it would have been Burton. Yeah. To be honest, without knowing Luai and Cleary's younger days together, yeah, I, up and all that, I knew that as well. I just thought maybe maybe a bigger body. Yeah. Yeah. Out, outside, like on the edges, because last last week, oh sorry, two weeks ago against Roosters, uh, Luai was a bit suspect in defence there for a bit, and he even admitted that after the game. He was actually, yeah, he did. He was, it was, it was actually pretty good. Actually, seeing that after the game, he he was up front, and he just admitted his faults. Knew what he had to work on. Then, yeah, obviously, come. He through. actually mentioned that after that game. He was, um, yeah, he was very candid in his assessment of himself and yeah, very humble about very, what he had done. I was going to say, yeah, you beat me to a very humble person, eh? It's pretty... How, how good is that that he can actually play for New South Wales if he really wanted to, but he wants to play he for Samara as well. Yeah. It, it's good for the international game that those boys are actually... They're representing their heritage mm-hmm. rather than chasing the big dollars with with New South Wales and Australia. Well, agree. Or, or sorry, sorry, uh, Queensland as well. So minus Kiri and um, Walker, you could nearly have Luai go in there with Cleary at New South Wales, and yeah, no, yeah. no, no one Still would be suspect job. over that as well. So you got to respect Luai's respect. There is there is a deep oh, yeah, pool, but if you had to, he wouldn't be the worst five eight to play for New well, South Wales. No, anyway. you've got that Penrith combination too. That's what I mean. You've got, you got to respect. His decision to say, I want to play so, for Samoa over. Just a couple uh, of questions what? I like to throw out to new guests. Um, footy, when did you get into it? Uh, what got you into the footy? <laughs> it, was, it was a long time ago. Yeah, um, yeah. I was actually was going to go try out for St. Mary's. Yeah, right. And then um, <laughs> I got... <laughs> Were you nine? <laughs> oh, it was a long, long, long time ago. <laughs> I got halfway there and I, I just... Turned around to my mama and said, "No, nah, I don't want to play footy." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. But I, honestly, out of out of all the decisions in my life, that was probably a regret. Yeah. But I think ever since um, that day, I probably always always had an eye on footy and just always been keen for it. Is there a reason you follow the Panthers? Probably just local. Just been here. That's yeah. What you do? Yeah, right. Plus, so plus never, me, old man. Never played. Yeah, oh, man. Didn't nah, get nah. to the trial. Oh, look, yeah. look at me, mate. Oh, I've never played. <laughs> oh, mate, there's been smaller blokes and <laughs> bigger <laughs> blokes than you play the game. Big George, your friend. <laughs> Favorite Big George Rhodes. Favorite player of all time. Um, it's a tough one. It's a real tough one. I, lo- I like watching Greg Inglis play. Re- really yeah. did. Yeah. He's just just a cr- unbelievable player. He done it in multiple positions. Like he started out at wing, or well, junior days he started fullback. Started on the wing for Melbourne, moved in, and then like he played five eight as well. Yeah, five yep. eight, I think he, I think he won a Clive Churchill at five eight too. He did, but they cheated. Cheat, <laughs> But yeah. Yeah, I reckon, and then he won it obviously with Souths at fullback. Yep. Legally, he won it fairly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Any major talking points for you out of this weekend? I just, could just very, very quickly, can I just ask the one more player and ask you about is Dylan Edwards. Have you? What do you think at the start of the year about him? And obviously coming off what he did last year, and now where does he stand in your esteem now? Honestly, I've, I probably didn't have him as my it, number you? one fullback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not even like that. That's honest truth. No, go on. Oh yeah, you finish the rest of it. Sorry, I'll talk to you. <laughs> um, yeah, I honestly probably had Aikens as yep. the the fullback for the year. 
but Edwards has been solid. He's just done his job, which is it's funny because you look at you look at the other sides in the top four at the like the last four at the moment. Bellamy always just gets his players, and same with Ricky. He gets his players and just asks for a job, asks them to do a job, and that's it. And I think Edwards has just gone out there, done his job. He hasn't done anything spectacular like your Teddies, like your Pappenhausens or anything like he that. He still racks up very impressive metres. He yeah. still does – He just does his job. Good effort. Has yeah. he still got a yip in him? Is this, is yeah, still... I, I, I think he does. Yeah. I, think, I think the biggest clash this week will be the two halfbacks and the two fullbacks. Yeah. Cleary on halves and Allen. And, and uh, young fullbacks, yeah. Yeah, and it'll be Reynolds on Edwards yep. for sure. Yep. Garrett, you did. Barn, go back to what you had. You just went one and one. You went one and seven, one and seven then. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Against each other. Oh, Kick it to each other. I thought, I thought, you, I thought uh, you were going to have to. I like to say Barney owed me 40 bucks last week. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. You were asking a question there, Barney. Yeah, so any big takeaways, like big moments out of this weekend just gone? This this weekend just gone. Um, to be honest, I, I think the Parramatta game against the Souths. God, I think the scoreline doesn't represent the actual game because I'm in the belief that Cook should have been sent off or ten in the bin. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. After it was that a tackle, foul, yes. yes. And then if, if I was speaking to this uh, with Damo before, I did mention that actually yeah. <laughs> when we're up at Tuncurry. Yeah. Um, if that was a regular season game, it would have been ten. He would have been ten in the bin. Sure. Yep. But yeah, the ref just got the got the yips and just said, no, 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 no play on. Play he on, went play and put on. his shoulder in. Yeah, no, hundred yeah. percent agree with that. Actually, Paul yeah. was getting up to play the ball for God's sake. He, he, and after that, the penalty. If he got that, it's and then probably he broke different him game. Open two or three times as well after that. So. Yeah. Well, he scored. Oh, yeah. What yeah. he scored the last try, yeah. the, yep. the game winner. So. Yeah. Anything out of the Roosters? <laughs> Um, Raiders game. I think the Tarpany try mm. that was unbelievable. I think they were um, they're comparing it to a Raiders try in the '89 Grand Final. Right. I can't remember the name of the player, but he beat like five or six players towards the line. It's such an iconic try. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that anymore. That's good. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. Sorry about that, Adrian. <laughs> he's done that three weeks in a row, eh? He did it against yep. the Sharks two weeks, and then yep. he's done it again against. Yeah. He's he's just unbelievable, Tarpany. So heading into this week, how confident are you, and what is the uh, what what are the oh, has has Penrith overachieved this year? Very quickly, I, th- I think they have. Like yeah. I was just saying before that I I thought they were going to finish like bottom part of the eight or just outside to finish minor premiers. That's it's just so impressive, and to only lose one game during the year, that's that's just. Uh, it exceeded my expectations. So what's it like winning? It's pretty weird. Like, yeah, talk to three I, I can't remember. Teams are out. It's been I, a pretty rough road for them. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't done it easy over the last five to ten yeah. years. I, I can't remember how it is to lose, to be honest, at the moment. So. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, he's um, a wizard, boys. He's sorry. a wizard. If you're, if you're in a crash course, I'll put you in. Um, <laughs> very, uh, key points for this th- key points for this weekend. What, what, what are you looking for from them? What would you be disappointed in, and how confident are you uh, playing South? <laughs> to, 
be honest, I, I was saying just to the boys before, I'm feeling a bit bit nervous because what Souths have been racking up the last few weeks, it's been impressive. But also at the same time, we finished top for a reason. Like yeah, Your defence is better than anybody they've played the last couple of weeks. Exactly, yeah. And even their attack, but their attack's been phenomenal. They've... Yeah, they've been playing great footy, but so have Penrith. So, and the last few weeks, I think Roosters were playing with one eye on the finals. I think Knights were a bit depleted. Uh, well, they were a bit depleted. They weren't playing with their yeah, well, they're first strings. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And same with Parramatta. Like, yep. on the day, I, I, I woke up to that, that message of Jennings out. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So to play without your two wingers and your centre. I think Parr actually overachieved this weekend, yeah. as everyone listening would know. I mean, they fucking put in an effort for 60 oh, minutes. Do you know that's what? That's agree. I've been more proud of Parramatta all year than what I did on the yeah. weekend. And that's honestly. a few comments for when we get actually get going. We'll do that. So final thoughts, <laughs> <laughs> final thoughts, Jeffrey. Uh, final score for this weekend, man of the match from first try scorer. Um, I reckon Penrith will win 28 24 exact score I did say score yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> clearly he doesn't listen to the show but that's right <laughs> <laughs> you want to score exact margins that's right yeah. I, I can give you a 1 to 6 yeah. one I reckon it's that. definitely going to be Penrith 1 to 6 I think and I think uh, Jerome Luai will be the man of the match. Yep. And my first try scorer will be Crichton. Beautiful. Nice. So Good cool. job, mate. Um, thanks for joining us for a bit. Uh, you uh, yeah, that, what do you want? Got a winner in the other one? Um, ooh, that's a toughie. Gun, bro. I, I think Munster plays, and if he's anywhere near 100%, Melbourne easily. Well, 1 to 12. The, their record at Suncorp is just unbelievable. 19 well, I, from 19 in Queensland at the it, moment. Yeah. Yeah. Even, it, like you said, outside of Suncorp, just Queensland in general, their record's unbelievable, and Raiders is just terrible. But Canberra's 6 and 5 against them as well. Yeah. So there's, there's, there's a lot of like yeah. um, bogeys and stuff like that. Very good, mate. Um, thanks for joining us. We, yeah, we might get back next year. Throw everyone in for the 24 hour job we do. Good job. I'll get you to hand back to Ollie. If you can pass it over, I'll put you mute. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, lads. We'll have a Thanks, Joffrey. All right, we'll roll on now. We may as well get into our preview as I pull up my loading screen. Barney, talk to people while I get my screen up. <laughs> What's a Friday night? Uh, oh, it man, is just, just this Friday night's Melbourne. This week of footy, it just fucking absolutely excites me, man. I was driving around the truck today thinking about it, you know, and I've been, um, I've got I had half a chub pretty much all day thinking about yeah, how know. these You're games are going to play the group chat, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those poor piggies. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, I'll, I'll give it a grin. So, yeah, Friday night, we've got, we're going to Suncorp for essentially not far off full strength teams either uh, heading into this game, but uh, Melbourne coming to the table with Pappenhausen, Vunavalu, Brinko Lee, Olam, Adokar, Munster, Hughes, Bromwich, Smith, Welch, Kafusi, Bromwich, uh, Nelson, Brandon, uh, Tino, Eisenhuth and Hines. Come up against uh, Charles, Nigel Coxtag, Felimi, Croker, Rapana, who actually we didn't talk earlier. He was on fire last week. Kotrick, Whiten, Williams, Papali, Starling, Soliola, Bateman, Whitehead, Tarpane, Havili, Luai, Young and Huiranaira. Two tremendous clashes. 
at the at this point in time, Munster's playing. How fit? Probably, I'm guessing it's probably 85 percent, whatever it might be. If there's any less than 70 percent, it's going to hurt. So yeah, many badly. key matchups. Uh, but, um, uh, Barney, mate, go on. You've got your chub on, so uh, me, um, yeah. we can put this table down if you talk first. Go. <laughs> analogy that um, been going through my head all day, like. You've got two different sides of this draw that's coming in now, and you've got the Raiders against the Storm. You got two. You basically got the number one contender versus the heavyweight champion. You just got blokes. They're just going to walk forward all day. They're going to throw body punches. They're going to wear you down. Just come at you with everything they've got. Uh, they've got they've got the full arsenal, but they don't have that sort of knockout edge, if you know what I mean, when they're up against each other. Whereas the other side of the draw, you've got the two young blokes coming through that have got every punch in the arsenal but they, they're more of a counter-puncher. They sit back, wait to see what you're doing, and then they'll try to knock you out with I would that, argue that, that, big that uh, punch over the you're top. the, I don't want to say ageing, but you're the, UFC is better but like the, the guy that can get knocked out. You're not yeah, quite. The, the you're not a Khabib, but you're the draw, a, yeah, they're the gonna storm. Coming, they're going to keep coming. You know yeah. what's coming. Yeah. Whereas South and Penner, if you don't know what's coming, they've yeah. got that little bit of extra X factor. They've got power in both hands. They can knock you out. If you fuck up, they're going to knock you out, basically. Yeah. Um, but this game is, as I said, I, it's going to be just an absolute forward battle because they both play very, very similar football. They will just wear at you and wear at you for 50 to 60 minutes. Um, and if there's an opportunity, one of the halves is going to try and grab it and run. Uh, the Storm play a little bit wider than the Raiders have done recently, but there's nothing stopping the Raiders from going there if they need to. Uh, there's just matchups all over the field, man. I'm, I'm really looking forward to the forward battle. I'm a bit questionable about Munster's fitness. Um, apparently he's got a condition whereas if he cops a knock in the wrong position, he's out for two weeks. So who knows what's going on with his knee. Um, he's had... He's probably spent six weeks on the sideline, I think, with a re- with that reoccurring injury on on that knee. Um, I'm kind of expecting Canberra to actually win this in the forwards. Um, I, I don't say that often about Melbourne getting beaten in the forwards, but they're a little bit younger, they're that little bit faster, and they do the exactly same thing as Melbourne do. So I'm going to go Raiders one to twelve, man of the match, White and just running the running that edge on either side of the posts. He gets more involved than pretty much anybody else in the game. And um, I'm going to go with the first try scorer. I'm, like, I'm going to go with Tappany. I'm the biggest Angle fan ball of back him. into the yeah, posts or I away from the, the posts. Biggest fan of him at the moment. I love Tappany. He's one of my favourites at the moment. Um, while you're talking, Damo, give us your, your uh, opinion here. I'm pretty much going with Barney. Oh, I agree okay. with pretty much everything, but I'm going. I'm going. Camera one to twelve, close game. I reckon thirty points max scored altogether. Um, camera one to twelve, and I'm going to go Kotrick first try scorer from a little cheeky white and kick or something like that, and I'm going to go white and man in the match. Oh. Storm one to twelve. I know people are backing the Raiders, getting on the Raiders train. And last year, where I would have said it's due to wishful thinking, this year I can understand it more. I think Canberra are a damn good chance 
don't get me wrong, but I think it, it, they're the Melbourne Storm. Uh, Cameron Smith will turn into, to quote uh, Christian Freed, shout out to him, who uh, ex-USA player. Um, what he said to me is when he versed Cameron Smith in the 2013 World Cup, Cameron Smith was a an effing rugby league robot. And I feel like that'll be him for the next and two The good games. thing about in that game is that Cameron Smith was playing by himself and the Canada forward pack really aimed up that oh, well, game. So the, the, the US, and you know what, well, another thing he said is that the, Australia did not take the US lightly, as in they didn't, you know, go into second gear or whatever. They absolutely tore them apart. And Cameron Smith played as if Cameron Smith was playing in a grand final. Mm. Against it was four on the pedal the whole time. Yep. In that 2013 quarterfinal, and I feel like we'll get that here. You know, not, not, not to compare this game to a, a game against the USA, but I, I just feel like Cameron Smith will be in that rugby league robot mode where he will just control everything. I, I feel like while Munster won't be 100%, he'll still have an impact, and you've still got Jerome so Hughes. many players. You've got Hughes, you've got Pappenhausen, you've got Adokar, who's been playing good and coming in and um, playing a more ball-playing role as well. I, I think Storm 1-12. to 12. If Canberra going to win this, I'm going to say what I said last week, although it wasn't entirely true. They're going to win it through defence. I adore this game. I think this game is could potentially be game of the year, which we never even talked about, really. Um, Good call. Big, big call as well. I thank you, sir. Can I agree? Yeah. Uh, I, I suspect that, but I am... Thanks. Uh, I'm just you know, siding with momentum here. I'm actually going to tip Canberra. Mm. Yeah. I think... Same, well, everything Barney said, but I just think they've got there's something special going in Canberra now, and it's not something that's built, it's not a Penrith special because Penrith specials are different. Sounds like a fucking mainstream media making here. But this is something where they've had to they've had to rebuild for 10 weeks, not just from the start of the year. Ricky's worked everything out here. Uh, I like how they're playing, I like the way I said it last week the Death Thousand Cuts is exactly what they did to East. I like that there's there is trouble around those edges, which their halves will play towards. Yeah. They won't just play through their back. But Lee and uh, Olam, they're, they're tremendous, but they can concede points. Yeah. They will concede 24 points. Uh, Rappina last week was outstanding, but their forwards are going to be in for a battle now, and uh, Papali could just be the difference. I think you got just got players on fire. you got Bateman. We didn't even talk about him last week. He was okay, but he's still got a big game up him. Yeah. Uh, well, just one run, man. He can absolutely can turn a game. game and yeah. it's, it won't be him that benefits. It'll be someone team. else. Yeah. Uh, the fact is, and everything, I think first try, Rapana. I think Papali, man, the match again. I think he just carries on and steamrolls through. I'm terrified of Cameron Smith. And the Cameron yeah. Smith factor is the only reason the I'm actually robot. tipping a blowout. But I think Cameron Smith will almost in the handy at times dragged. Melbourne through this because he can st- when those forwards get on top yeah. Cameron will slow it down he'll kick it out he'll just do what he has to do want to tell uh, Canberra I actually think Canberra went to comp I was all teed up to tip Melbourne damn to be honest wow until about really yeah, well, I think, I I think Canberra can win the comp I and I think they'll be a better team next year I have. I heard. love how Ricky's coaching. I love the, how the halves are playing. Okay. I yep. love White and Munster. Eighty-five percent can get found out if he's not there. If, if he walks, if he leaves off at thirty minutes, out, yeah. if he leaves off in thirty minutes, in they win by twelve. Other than that, I'm giving Melbourne well, so you know much credit here. At, you know who's coming at Munster or not? It's going to be Whitehead. Mm-hmm. Whitehead and Tappany. They're just going to run at him. They have one all job. Night exactly. Just going to terrorise. And him on that it, it might not be a beating a five-person, beating five to score, but it will be he'll be putting the wind up him. Hudson Young's found legs. There's blokes there that are now just flying. They're airborne. There's so much faith. There's two teams now that are airborne. It's uh, Penrith and Canberra. Canberra. Yeah. And that's who I'm going with here. 
Well, I tell you what, sources do tell me that the Raiders are bad and mean and mean and they are the green machine. Um, but also really? that you heard that off. I've heard that, that somewhere. Has, has anyone else heard that? <laughs> oh, yeah, apparently they do the Viking Club as well, Adrian. Oh, Never yeah. But um yeah. Yeah, they fly yeah. the, they're gonna fly look, the look, horn up. Yeah, the, apparently, yeah. The, <laughs> they did that last year. They did last the, year. They did, yeah. The rugby league fan in me wants to see a Panthers Raiders grand final and I will be leaning towards Canberra in support, but you know yeah. what? The Melbourne Storm uh, the Melbourne Storm. I know they've not won it the past couple of years, but in a preliminary final or a grand final, unless they're versing the Roosters, for me, I'm tipping the Storm. I I just have to proceed with caution with this one, tip the Storm. I know it's boring. I know people don't necessarily want to see the Storm. No one's having a go at you for... Yeah, Yeah, you're like, no, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, I can't... Can I You saw I I commented on some weird wacko's... Facebook page at Melbourne.com, but um, the more I've thought about this, the more I think there's on teams and there's momentum teams and they're on a green wave. And I think the biggest winner out of this is going to be the tab, I'd imagine. But I make some money. Yeah, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Uh, Very last, oh no, no, not very last game. I was just going to say, since the start, uh, since I've started working for Everything Rugby League, the start of the year, which they're an international rugby league website, but they do post a lot about the Super League. And I have interviewed a few Super League players and I've gotten to know more about the Super League and I've watched more Super League. From doing that, what in my heart, what I want, part, what part of me wants to happen is for George Williams to just dominate this next two weeks, win Clive Churchill medal, because that does not only do well for him as a player. Clubs start thinking, oh, shit, the Super League are developing some really good players and it'll get some eyes on that product. And you know what? The more eyes on both the NRL and Super League and more competitions around the world, although not those are the only two professional ones, is oh, good for the game, for the is, game. Is, is good for is. the game of rugby league. Not necessarily for the NRL George, as a business. It's George good for the game is, um, of rugby league. George Williams is England's starting halfback, yeah? Yeah, oh, he has been for the past so few years. You're probably not going to get many other halves that are going to come out. Not really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not, not really. Ryan Hall was the starting winger, remember? I'm remember not that? necessarily <laughs> talking <laughs> about halves. Who'd you say, sorry, about? Ryan Hall. Oh, not Hall. anymore. <laughs> he, he won't be anymore, but I tell you what, not. not necessarily halves. Because he's four but foot just, three and just, <laughs> but, John Silver. But just, but, um, <laughs> just English players in general, not necessarily halves. That's a joke there. No one will get that. I know I've pushed him a little bit. I haven't talked about him recently, but like a guy like Oliver Gildart, who I've talked about, apparently the Warriors and the Bulldogs have been in a bit war for him. Nothing's been announced yet. Uh, I think the Titans were even talking to him at one point. Wasn't he in Gryffindor? I haven't spoken to him for a while. What? Oliver Gildart? Gryffindor? Yeah. Wigan- it's a bloke that got killed in the maze with Harry. No. Wigan <laughs> Centre. Harry. It was Robin Pattinson in a movie. You know no. that bloke. A- anyway, yeah. Fuck me dead. No, I- England and Wigan Centre, <laughs> who... Is likely coming to the NRL jokes in three minutes. That, you know, quality. We've talked enough. We've talked about finals now. We'll talk about next. No, you're Sunday. making me look like an idiot by bringing no, up this Gryffindor. I'm just saying, quality yeah, players yeah. over in the Super League. More of them will get a look into coming into the NRL if George Williams does very well for the that rest is of this correct, final series. Ollie. That's what I'm also, going to say. We're not going to punch on on air. We'll do it off air, right? Mate? <laughs> yeah, and, and Ron Weasley might get a look into. <laughs> by the look of I'll wipe your own blood on your stupid Titans jersey. Yeah, but um, <laughs> Ron Weasley in Canberra, twenty twenty. All right, very quickly. Let's just have a couple of key key matchups here, though. Papanaz and Cockstag. Let's just just do the arm wrestle one or the other, Cal. Uh, Papanaz and Cockstag will be there all the time. Uh, Papanaz needs a bit of support. 
All right, cool, Damien. Thanks for that. Um, <laughs> you have some Barney. Munster, Munster Whiten. This is uh, intriguing because it could you be. You know, like, I'm going Whiten. I think right now. Right, right now, Whiten is the best player in the NRL. Yeah. I really well, Munster do. needs to, the way the Munster plays, he needs to run to be able to. So he's, he's looking at Gilderoy Lockhart so now. Look at good. <laughs> Gilderoy was actually a magic teacher, not the bloke in the maze, but anyway, sorry, carry half on. Half half. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry, if Munster's knee's no good, he's not going to be able to play the role that they need him to play, so it all depends on how fit he is. To me, the, the half, Canberra's halves win this game, honestly. That's what, yeah. yeah. Uh, Hughes, yep. Williams, Georgie Pye and Jerome? After what I've just said, I've got to go with Georgie Pye so, and uh, Melbourne. And then uh, Cam Smith and Tom Starling, it's... Very intriguing, honestly. Cam Smith, obviously. Smith, Cam Smith, the Cam rugby Smith. league robot. Yeah. Just all you can go from one to thirteen here, and it's an incredible can, it's match up. up. It's know, match it's, up it's boring each if player. Do it, but no, it's match up each player. Yeah, the, the argument might it'll be if you do this, it'll be seven six one way or another. Because honestly, Welch Soliolo, either way, Bromwich Papali going Papali, Rapana Olin go either way, Vunavali Valimi, yeah. Branko Croker, uh, Bromwich Papali, oh. Kafusi Bateman, Bromwich Whitehead, Asoliola, Tapane, different things. There is much up Last one I'll just ask before we move on. The, the Melbourne crash play under the – how is that going to go against Canberra? But the Raiders do the same thing, man. Yeah, As so I said it's before, pepper in the post here. Kind of the same kind of thing. Yeah. It's going to be who breaks first. And yeah. I think with the younger uh, with the younger pack, I think Canberra Canberra's going to hold it over <laughs> Melbourne at the back end. This is a bit of a different question, but Canberra are well and truly Melbourne's number one rivals now over Manly. Exactly but we have, but yeah, they've won. Ricky's they've won. Uh, Belly. Canberra's you know won. Yeah, yeah, right. so, yeah. And, and, and <laughs> I know, I know <laughs> Melbourne have the uh, undefeated stat, but Canberra are three from the last four against Melbourne, and they'll have a beer after the game and whatever. But yeah, sorry, finish your story. No, I was, I was just asking you guys. Do you think well and truly Canberra are Melbourne's number one rivals now because Manly have been for so long? Manly, Manly and Melbourne is still a bit of a tense. The Sharks were, but up. they've fallen away. Sharks um, are a bit of a bogey team as well, but I feel like. Mel- Melbourne's never really dropped away. It depends on who the team comes up to fight them. It and, has and, been Cronulla, it has and, been Manly, and yeah. now it's Canberra. And, and it's usually been yeah, a rotation. Exactly. Like Cronulla, Manly have come Manly, back, Canberra have come Canberra. back. Yeah. So, yes, I you agree with you. have to get to the top Canberra. four to fight Melbourne, basically. Yeah, <laughs> You've pretty got to get much, the, yeah. the last level yeah. of the game to fight Melbourne. Yeah, he, yeah they're the big boss there. Fucking Goro at the end of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <But> you know, <laughs> there he is. Yes. That's who they are. That's another thing that's good for the NRL. Rivalries that aren't just derby. Some actual bad blood. Proper, yeah. Teams. Yeah, which oh, is Raiders yeah, and Melbourne crazy. at the moment. Yeah. No, and you'd, actually, you'd argue Manly. Manly still, but there's always going to be a little bit there yeah. with Manly because it'll be That'll historical rivalry. Manly, Manly, yeah. Manly 40 nil, 40 nil, blah, blah, blah. But then the punch-up yeah. game and daddy daddy. Okay, I, was, I was going Battle of Brooklyn. Uh, all right. No, 40 nil is a big one. Let's get Melbourne to the... fucking hate it and Manly absolutely love, love it. it. Yeah. <laughs> so let's power Melbourne then. Let's get Cheating to the... 2009 pricks. Let's get to the next one <laughs> because uh, we'll save this for the 24 hours as well. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Power, sour, uh, power. got that to do. Oh, Penner power, yeah. Power is in. No, they're not. Penner Souths at uh, ANZ. Edwards, Mansell, Naden, Crichton, Tuo, Luai, Cleary, Tamau, Corusai, Fisher Harris, Capel, Martin, Yo, May, Lanui. Lenu. Lenu, sorry. Lenu. Leota, Tevitiano, and extended bench, Matt Burton, Hedrick, blah, blah, blah. Uh, interesting bench, actually. Uh, Corey Allen, Johnston, Campbell Graham, Gay Guy, Paulo Walker, Reynolds, 
Totola, Cook, Burgess, Sewer, Siridan, Murray, Nichols, Knight, Cartwright, Cooler, Matungi. Let's just, I'm just going to throw you a curve early. Better bench. Better bench. Who, Who is, has the better yeah. bench? Penrith. Penrith. Penrith's got a better bench. Can, easily. Can I just give, and I know this is terrible, a bit, a bit of an unofficial slap, and I love my followers Ooh. and my likers on my Facebook and Instagram page, but I've got to give this. You've got guys, none, bro. They're all haters. They're all haters. <laughs> sure. Social media. No, I, I, I've got to give. Social. I've got to give them a bit of a slap here because there are way more people tipping Souths to beat Penrith than Penrith to beat Souths, and there are a lot more people tipping a Souths Canberra Grand Final than a Penrith Canberra or Penrith Melbourne. Grand final. I, I feel like my followers and likers, I love them so much. I'm grateful that they're interested in what I have to say, but I feel like they are underrating Penrith severely. Yeah, but is that a fair slap though? It's a popular if you, if narrative. Made, yeah, if you, yeah, if you made that's, a... Yeah, that's, if you made a... It's the media narrative. I don't yeah. think you can... I, I said that's what earlier. I think it is though. That, I that's feel exactly like it is. Yeah. Par- par- but isn't this South everything? Of the hot side, the good-looking side. I feel like that's why people are yeah, getting behind. But isn't this? Um, but I, if you if you sat and told me a compelling argument for Souths, I wouldn't argue. Yeah. You. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll put this in. Souths are a chance. Souths could do it, but I feel like Souths. I feel like people. <laughs> there are that many people tipping Souths that I don't think all of them are genuine. I think some are genuine uh, are actually. Wishful thinking. 150. Yeah, they're all sitting there going 150 points in 148. Because Penrith should be favourites. And a lot lot of people going 148 uh, points in three games uh, and da-da-da. And a lot of people are saying Souths are in form. Souths are the hot team. Okay, I get that. They're in form at the moment. Penrith have been in form since about round five, round six. If the price gets out past $2, that's where Dougie jumps in. That's what he does. What supporter would I... Well, that said, what supporter would I rather be... Would I be the least nervous to be this weekend? Is Souths. Yeah. It's, and this no is going back to the 05. It's like, well, oh, no, like oh, it doesn't matter. 05 was, oh, Manly will beat you. Oh, Dragons will beat you. Oh, Parra will beat you. Yeah. Souths didn't expect Cowards, to finish yeah. where they are now. That's right. There's no yeah. expectations. They're playing free so, for free. Bennett's encouraging it. And I actually really loved um, Bennett's press conference where he just went, well, everyone had their team in well, COVID. And I said, oh, uh, fucking season nothing. couple of well, You know yeah. what? Based off of my own page, there are some ex- there's some expectations on Souths. Yeah, because they're the yes, highest. We'll, I will clarify that, but yeah, Souths fans are fuckwits. But um, it's not only Souths fans though. Oh, like there are that many people. It's not. Why did you narrow your audience? And I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I love my audience, whatever. But I have to. I love mine too with all their teeth. But you know, I love my rugby league and my opinion audience. I always will, and I understand why a lot. I understand why. I understand why it would tip Souths. However, I think there are that many tipping Souths where I don't think every single person tipping South genuinely thinks Souths will win. I feel okay. like Penrith well, have been that dominant this year. I don't think Souths are the team to take them down. I'm I mean, honest, I put I'm, money on the Sharks to win. Yeah, and well, I never thought they were going <laughs> to fucking win. <laughs> no, no, but this, I, Ollie, I, I this comes have, back to. But this um, isn't just South Sydney supporters. I can tell you right now, it's not just South no, Sydney no, supporters. But this comes back to this is and they call it's it. All they, they call it mug. They call it mug money in racing. It's like yeah. they build a narrative that means that's fuck all because you get every so you year. put money on it. Yeah, even it if doesn't matter. So that's why that's why punters win when they just go. I guess the thing is too. I'm going a bit maybe too much to some people in the other extreme. But I think Penrith win this 13 plus. I'm pretty confident okay. Penrith win this. Yeah. So, if, oh, mate, if I'm there on Saturday no, night keep going, and anyone keep from going, Rugby League, in my opinion, notices me, then I'm going to be in trouble if Souths win. But, um, 
yeah, I think Penrith 13 plus. I just feel like they are purely the better side. Both sides have point in them. Both sides have attacking flair. I like Penrith's attack better than the South. I like Penrith's defense better than the South. Although both are right up there in attack, I like Penrith's attack better. They've been more consistent with their attack throughout the season. We know Souths have the the tendency to drop off, although they haven't the past few weeks. Penrith haven't really shown that too much, except for maybe a few minutes in that Roosters game. But I feel like Penrith have what it takes to, to cover that and get the job done in the end. It'll be a high-scoring game, yes, but I feel like Penrith can still get this done 13+. plus. Genuinely, I feel like Penrith can win this. Not, been a not, re- not flog them, but I feel like they can... Win push the score con- out convincingly. The the yeah, yeah. I, like between 13 and 20 points, I feel like they can do it by the end, and it'll be like a 36 to 24. I will. I'll. I'll, I'll go. I'll chime in here. I think Penrith one to 12. I think they're just bulletproof now in terms of they believe they're bulletproof, and like I said with Canberra, that counts for a very. Uh, when you win comps, that's what counts. Um. The Penrith Ford Pack, I know the South Ford Pack has stepped up in the last month. The Penrith Ford Pack is a better pack. They're going to work all hard. Kick out, we have to talk this. And, and the big out is kick out. If kick out plays, I think Penrith are almost morals. Without them, the two walkout workhorses are going to have to workhorse yeah, as well. But there's enough explosiveness there that early on, I think Penrith can get to a 12 or 18 point lead. And then it's how to how Souths strike back. But the Souths halves and the Souths fullback are red hot. They are playing very, very good. And the Souths hooker. The South spines are the most informed spine in the comp. But I tell you what, so if they're not playing par, so if Penrith get out to that 18-8 lead, they it's can a, hold a, it's a, a thing. Yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole different game well. you say, so That's right. That you, well. you, you say Souths halves are hot. Penrith's halves have been hot all year. Oh, sorry, hmm. spine's been hot all year. And yeah. Yes, Cody Walker is in form and has been in form for a few weeks. He Nathan, has, yes, Nathan, I agree. Yeah, Nathan Cleary has clearly been, for me, the best player in the league all year. But I believe that um, I believe now South will play this game off the back foot, on the back of their forward packs. All of a sudden, Johnson, who's been red hot, uh, you can say 2-0, Mansell, Naden, Crichton are red hot, and they've got, they're going to have the front foot. And I think, I don't be dominant, but I think that's enough to get them to the grand final. Part of the line. Also part of that the reason. Do I think Souths can win the comp? Yes, I do. I, I think they can. Yes, but yes I agree. Part, part of the reason why I think Penrith win this one is because I think the only team that has what it takes to take down Penrith at the moment is Melbourne. That's also that also comes into it for me, but I've spoken yeah. about my opinion too long. We still got two guys yeah. to give their predictions, so let's go. Penrith, Penrith thirteen plus. Penrith kill them in offense. Yep, Penrith kill them in offense. Simple as that. South so, so will be there, and they'll think it's like a Parramatta game last week where they're thinking come back. But if Penrith gets out to a two, even a two try lead, they will not come back. Penrith will hold on. Hold on, what hold on, yeah, what and then Penrith will yeah. score that well, extra well, try, well, and that's it. What will happen is uh, Lil Way will put the gun in the holster and clearly just kick to the corner and say, right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Barney? Yeah, well, at best, I think Souths, um, even with their best performance in the forwards, they match Penrith. Um, so, 
unless they're playing at 100%, they're probably not going to win that battle in the middle. And if, as soon as Penrith get that roll on through the middle, um, you mentioned Kikau being out, but Kate Wills, I think, filled in for him for two games and scored four or five tries. <laughs> they, <laughs> they just roll it in early or give him the ball that little bit later so that, you know, he's running into a gap rather than running over someone, whereas Kikau just runs over the bloke that's in front of him and they scores barely, a try. They barely change their game um, plan. No, nah, yeah, um, they just the Penrith structure this year with um, Cleary just controlling the ball. Uh, the big mat, the thing I'm looking forward to is the kicking game out of both the halves because you got uh, Reynolds with that big spiral bomb that he puts up and blokes look at it and it's swinging around everywhere. Scary. And then um, fucking uh, what's his name? Cleary, Cleary does the exactly ball. the same thing, but, but he comes straight does down. it with the dead ball yeah. and he kicks it in the belly and it sort of swings around and goes straight up. But then on its way down, and it, it starts going side uh, to side. So the, just, I mean, you know, you know, the you know, you know the, the little wingers are gonna just fucking have right, from both teams. Night, they're gonna you know, nightmare and games. that's where yeah. you know the one Achilles heel is Dylan Edwards. He has a yip here, and it could be. And you reckon changer. that kicking game, or could even be just the, a short, or just the kicking game will be. That's what I'm saying. The kicking game will be on point. I'm backing both of the halves. They are both informed. But even um, <laughs> that's what but I'm Corey saying, Allen's. Well, let's get quickly ca- through it. One one is Corey Allen and Dylan Edwards, and I would back. Corey Allen. Corey Allen to catch 100 out of 100 uh, and Dylan Edwards to catch Nine out 89 out of 100. Yeah. Um, which is the little yip at the back. And but don't be surprised if you see the little chip, the 2 as well. The bloke's five foot five, and then, yep. you know, Paulo's not that much taller than him, but if you can get that's a running enough. jump on a bloke that's five foot five, then you're on. Then, you know, all you have to do is get good hands on the ball. Um, but... Uh, Souths have got plenty to um, get excited about, but I, I'm worried about their middle, to be honest. I've, I've said it all yeah. year. Yeah. They've no. been awesome over the last month, last six yeah. weeks. But their it's game time now. It's been awesome, but this you're is up against Fisher-Harris. You're up against Tarmel. You're up against... Even you, Yo, man. Yeah. Like... <laughs> The fact they've named Hetherington on the bench, it's a li- I've just got a feeling it's a little bit of if he wakes up tomorrow morning, it's you know, I'm going to play Jack to and I'm going to leave uh, uh, Lino out. Or Tedavano. And yeah. then just Jack just going to go run, run a bit right up that middle. With it. He's 15 minutes, do your job. Same reaction as long as he doesn't get 10 minutes in the yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My final word on the matter is is that now, especially that the Roosters are out, it's Penrith's premiership to lose. They've not been there since 2003. This is the closest that they've gotten. This is the best chance that they have. And they're not going to let it slip to a team who's only been in form half the year. I'm more worried about next week for Penrith. Yeah. Because they're going to come up. Yeah, I, I think it's, the, I think it's 09 Parramatta to an extent. But different, different, different ends of the comp. They gonna, cheated. Uh, they're going to have they two cheated. No, I'm just saying, they cheated. I'm not saying they for the final cheated. result. I'm saying what happened. Uh, two very one, two, two very quick uh, comparisons. Cam Murray is a yo. I'd very slightly. I'd go Murray. Yeah, he's very slightly. Yeah, I've got to go Murray. Yeah. And we've talked enough about halves and that, but uh, the hookers we haven't really. Cook and Coruscant. Coruscant was hooked well, for a long time. Shit. What about first first twelve weeks? It was uh, first ten weeks. Uh, it was, it was Happy, and now the last ten has been Cook. Happy gives you a little bit more structure. 
and he let Cook is sort of more freewheeling. Need yeah. to be I, on I the feel front like, foot. I feel like Cook won't advantage. get the broken field. Whereas if no. Coruscant's on the back foot, he's still got that. Like he can throw a 30, 40 metre fucking cutout pass and hit a centre. Like yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? From, from the middle of the field, from I close to the post. Yeah. I feel like I feel like Cook won't up. get like, the broken field he has. Coke, he's had. No. Cook can't throw that big long cutout yeah. from dummy half. Yeah, they've got two different games. Yeah, if you ask me, I feel like Coruscant can dominate around the ruck and that's where he'll play his best creating those chances mm. but, Cook, but if, but if, yeah. if Cook gets to break the line and if Cook gets you know, that freedom then that's when he's on and then that's when he'll have the better game that's and when Sales can run off the back of him 100% and if Penrithine on their game are getting square quick well then Cook's gone yeah. he, he will he will find that one or two plays he will go but you know yeah, but what they need if Murray, Cook, Totola and yeah, to, to run with him to just but yeah, they need it, punch it, and holes up the middle it, and I can't see it happen if they allow Cook to do that punch once they're not going to allow him to do punch that twice. twice if early in the game Cook gets away and maybe sets up a try or has a really good run Penrith are not going to allow that to happen again They'll be straight on it. Worst yeah. case scenario, oh, it happens course. once. Yeah, yeah. worst case, yeah. it happens once. And yeah. for South Sydney fans, I hope you get a try off the back of it. But Naden Crichton versus Graham Gay guy. Naden Crichton. Naden Crichton. Yeah, I'm on Penrith there. Don't get me wrong, the South, the South <laughs> boys will put up a fight. Yeah, but it, it, you know, the thing is, that's uh, so Graham. That's that's might the have it. an edge on Naden to be honest. That's yeah, I agree. I agree. That's the I think that's probably one on one. Crichton might have, might have an edge on Naden. The night little 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 Campbell Graham has got edge on Campbell might have Naden, I think I w- I'm going to make a big call now, which will, might be right or wrong, but I suspect in 12 months' time, Brett Naden won't be playing first grade for Penrith. Uh, well, here's the thing. You know how he wasn't playing at the start of the Ooh. year? I was told... Because there's other options. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, okay. I was informed Damn. by someone we all know and love, but I'm not going to name drop him. I think we know who it is. But It was Adrian. Yeah, it was Daggy. <laughs> I so basically, me as well. at the start. Don't of the name year, drop me. I'll get no, in trouble with this. I don't no, know. I'm joking. Um, so I was informed at the start of no the year. I what you're talking about. <laughs> I was informed at the start of the year that the reason why Brent Naden wasn't being picked for, for Penrith because of Stephen Crichton was originally, obviously Crichton ended up being very good, was originally because Naden and Ivan Cleary had a spat at training and. Ivan Cleary's not too big on Naden, not necessarily Can't as a player. Imagine. But I feel like throughout throughout the year... I think Naden, Naden is... I don't want to say anything. Damon Mason's not a part of that conversation. I think Naden... This is just what I've heard. No, Damon this Mason's is allegations. not a part this of that is, conversation. This, yeah, is, just what some, this is what someone's Allegedly. mentioned to me, what they've heard, what they've heard. This I'll is say, I'll I'll say it no confirming, but... Yeah. Anyway, I just said anyway. what I had to say and we'll move on. Yeah. Um, 13 plus. Well, he's uh, off contract. Yeah, now. space job. And final word. And we, no, I don't we think it'll be a space job, but I think that last 20 minutes were told. No, it's, uh, it's been a, a reoccurring theme all through the finals. The team that's had to go the, to the well more times than the team that hasn't has ended up coming out on top. Like, um, how many times have Souths had to scrape and fucking scrape in a win? But There's, you get, had to you do get it to six see. or seven times. I guess that. They, they got know a real how good to do it. Fucking, they got a real good lesson off the roof. I'll tell you quite simply. I'll tell you quite simply. With the last 15 when South had to game, and I don't think they'll do it again. No. So. When South had to grind, they've lost. Simple as that. As much as I like glory, glory to South Sydney, I like the song Go the Mighty Panthers better, so I want to hear that at the end of the game. Oh, so, for fuck's sake, who do you go for? Pull your the Titans. Titans. No, well, Seriously. I, can't, I can't go for the Titans right now. Right, it's, it's a weak. That, you know what? That's my weekly that's quote enough. to you. Pull your head in. That's enough glory hole action from. Uh, <laughs> Molly, um, I think we said it had to say. I think it's going to be on a scale of uh, one to Barney's truck. 
How excited are you for this weekend, Nemo? Barney's truck. Those <laughs> <laughs> poor pigs. Barney's truck. Adrian. Oh, look at him. I'm not going to be able to roll over tonight. Oh, I'm <laughs> trucked up. <laughs> I'm trucked up. All right. <laughs> on that on. note, it's oh, been a pleasure. Thank, Thank you, you everyone for joining Jeffrey us. Jeffrey coming on. As Thanks, well. Jeffrey Jones, for joining us. Thank oh, you for Greg and Hotel. Oh, go and keep talking. Oh, sorry, before we go, I've got to give a shout out to a mate who's been listening in the past few weeks. One of my only mates who's a big footy fan. And <laughs> you got one? <laughs> no, one of the only ones that's a footy fan. Not, not okay, all of them are footy fans, but um, no, he's been listening the past few weeks and he's been, you know, messaging and saying that he enjoys listening and that um, he would like to come down, but I'm pretty sure he starts work early every morning, so that's fine. But um, shout out to Bailey. Um, cheers, man. I said I'd give you a shout out, and there you go. As Damo laughs, he's good job, Bailey. So there no, we go. Good. You no, that's good. Thank you for listening, yeah, Bailey. Thank you, Jamie Nelson, Neil Jones, and Jamie Jones for coming on. Thank you, Jamie. That's the one. Thank you, everyone who's listening from all the Baileys, from Bailey Boy over there and Action Bailey. And Jeff, I just remembered because Damo gave a shout out to the boys who are actually on. No, thank you for listening. Jump on and we do a phone hookup with Action Bailey because he's one of the biggest fucking Penrith supporters you've ever got. So while we're here, we won't, we won't make plans at 11.48 at night, but um, we will do, yeah, the plan is to do a grand final special probably the Friday night next weekend. Mm-hmm. So we'll get out from the midweek, we've got some time, so we'll do a Friday night, we'll have some beers and whatever might else. No need to do it on a Wednesday, that's it? Yeah, we can keep it the weekend. Uh, right in, listen to grand final questions, we'll do an in-depth analysis of both grand final teams <laughs> because we don't really do in-depth stuff here, but uh, anyway, uh, thank you, boys. So who's the great yeah, finalist? Uh, just Canberra Penrith, 91 Grand Prix. Canberra Penrith. I want Penrith Canberra, but Penrith Storm. Who wins the who wins comp? Penrith Storm. Penrith. Storm. Oh, Storm. Canberra. All righty. <laughs> thank you, boys. Good job again. I'm going to turn this up, and we're going to go home now. I tipped the Storm last week, and now I'm tipping Canberra, so <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> hey, but that's fine. That's... Anyway, remember everyone, uh, I just want to let everyone know how Barney and Damien wrapped me off here because I said Roosters can't possibly win the comp. That's <laughs> There's a case on that somewhere. Pretty sure. Yep, I'll drink it soon. Bye, guys. Damo. Hey,